From the heart of the city to the outer edges of the Beltway and beyond, this is the District of Misfits Show, the drinking show with a podcast problem. This is your guide into our unique and beautiful city, the good, the bad, the ugly, as well as the funny, straight-up ridiculous, told by us before someone tells it for us. The opinions expressed on this show are our own, and we make no apologies. What it is, my dudes, what's going on? Welcome to the District of Misfits Show. I am motherfucking the Pastor Chef, Marcus Bradley Donovan. Uh, tonight, we have filling in for Bill and Jamie. See, Bob. Hi, <laughs> <I>, Ann. <laughs> and with me, as always, is Miss Valerie Michelle Torres. Hello, friends. Valerie. Yes. Where can the people find us? We are the District of Misfits. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the District of Misfits show on Twitter at DC Misfits YouTube you can find us at the District of Misfits Misfits show on our channel please like and subscribe also you can find us on Twitch at District of Misfits Um, and if you would like to purchase some of our wares and merchandise such as the lovely sweatshirt Marcus is wearing um, you can go to crushingdc.com. If you go this week, we will have some Cyber Monday slash week specials. 20% off. <clears throat> 20. 20% off. If you would like to create your own podcast or amplify your voice, you can email us at the District of Misfits show. Nope, dogfish. Nope, at District Dogface Studio at gmail.com and if you'd like to be a guest on our show that is where you can email the district of misfits show at gmail.com good job all right guys on this week's show we will be talking about cigars dave versus duke not david duke but dave versus duke in the philippines so just filipinos just not the philippines having a little party (laughs) having a little party you know as they do. A party. So, guys. All the time. Happy Thanksgiving. How was everybody? And let's start with okay. you and the family, man. Very good. Uh, very good. Thanksgiving was lovely. We had a, we enjoyed a traditional American Thanksgiving uh, at my parents' house uh, with my, and my wife and kids and some other friends. It was just a nice, lovely, lovely time. I, I hope each of you also had a lovely day for Thanksgiving. Well, what was your favorite dish that you had that day? What was the favorite? Uh, the dish that I prepared and brought, which was mac and cheese. <laughs> you can't and go wrong. I mean, you can't go wrong. So. I gotta say, I gotta say, I mean, I'm not, I'm not somebody who likes to self-congratulate, but I really fucking brought it for Thanksgiving. Like, it was good. <laughs> it was, it was a baked mac and cheese, though, right? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Okay. Gruyere, a little, some cheddar, some made cheddar, some Velveeta. Just give it some consistency. A little half and half. Um, and then just a nice little spread of breadcrumbs on top. Bake in the oven. Boom. Ooh. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Cannot. See, Bob, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was good. Uh, I, I had to lay low. Uh, I was a little under the weather, so I had the uh, most traditional uh, uh, Mediterranean kebabs uh, delivered <laughs> to my house. Um, yes. I had uh, some nice lamb, a uh, kubaday. 
um, with some some nice rice and some chat. It was uh, absolutely fantastic. I I enjoyed it immensely. Sounds very traditional. The most, I mean, it's like the first, the it's like the first Thanksgiving a, in Dearborn, Michigan, or something. A, yeah, <laughs> America, where the melting pot, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't that be a traditional Thanksgiving Absolutely. dinner in? You know, Why not States some platanos, some maduros, you know, whatever, wh- wherever you're yeah, from, you, bring you. a little bit. A little nice. bit of. Now you're speaking my language. That's speaking my language. Miss <laughs> oh, yeah. Torres. Oh, yeah. My Thanksgiving, uh, I was with the I was with the Donovans for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, Marcus had to um, oh gosh cook for forty of his relatives, and I hate half of them, so that's fucking wow. Great. And uh, he wow. may or may not have needed some assistance with not so much the cooking but the setting up. Yeah, so I was there. And, he had, like, and what the was on the menu? Was what was on the menu? Marcus, the, the food, and then he left me to deal with his family. <laughs> As every good chef does in every kitchen. Exactly. Like, so hey what guys. was on what was on the menu for the pasteurized chef Thanksgiving? I mean, I did what I did was a couple turkeys, some ham, uh, coleslaw, sweet potato biscuits, a lasagna. Mm. Uh, I, mm. I had the family. I had the family bring the rest of the shit, like the mashed potatoes and everything else. So what did you do with the ham? Uh, I smothered it in yellow mustard and brown sugar. It was right. good. Yeah, it's fucking. Sometimes wow. I put a little bourbon in it, but the, these fuckers are white, so <laughs> I kept it to just the mustard and brown sugar, <laughs> which is yeah. a recipe I got from Alton Brown. So, look, man, Alton Brown's—he's—he's—he's he's, he's he's pretty good thing. in the kitchen for you, being a TV guy. Well, here's the thing. I actually have a connection to him because uh, I worked the chef I worked for in New Orleans. They worked in Hollywood together before he started his show. Yeah, and, and, he used to do uh, commercials and things. Yeah, so he did. And my my chef used to, his family used to do lighting. So when my chef he was a chef I trained, he got into it. He went to the University of Necky. Well, he went to Necky up in uh, New England Culinary Institute. And Alton wanted to get into culinary. He had this idea for his cooking show. So he had he had to you know do interns and externs and shit. So he worked with my chef, and then one of my sous chefs was actually a writer and an actor on the show. And this was before I really watched Alton Brown, so I was like, I don't know, fuck. And then I started watching. I would see like my dude in the show and stuff. But yeah, every recipe that I've ever gotten from there is spot on. Every chef I've ever talked to yeah, uses okay. one of his recipes spot on. Like, and that's and that's what yeah, I really right. liked about the whole science of his cooking. Like he. He's really he's a master at doing. All I'm a I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big I'm a big big fan of Alton Brown. Yeah, and he's yeah, a note to self. Scotch. Note to self. I'm gonna start. Yeah, if you ever need a recipe, looking look for his recipes. Yeah, if you ever need a recipe and you're looking and you see an Alton Brown recipe, that's the one you want to do because it's always gonna be precise and to right. the point. So. He de- definitely takes a scientific yeah. approach, and he what I like a lot of the times with watching some of his shows, depending on what show it is. He takes uh, he he brings in historical aspects and bringing yeah. in food anthropologists and things like that. He Learning really about yeah, the history of food is, is a big thing history. for me. Yeah, he got me into the history of food, and then I did it on my own. But like, I really got into the whole science of the cooking and the whole history of it. And then that's how I just started training my younger cooks. It's like, why do we call it this? And why do how, why do we do this? Like, mm-hmm. not more than the culinary aspect, but the actual why. Like where the margarita pizza come from, shit like that. Mm. 
they're like, what's the what's why am I thinking what's what's the like the Maillard process or something like that? What's that? Maillard. 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 I don't know. They don't uh, it, it's it's a French. It's, it's a chemical reaction of when proteins hit hot heat and it changes the flavor oh. entirely. So I, I'm obviously dumbing it down because I don't right. know. Yeah, um, but yeah. it, it's all about chemical reactions and how that will, what right. we say in the call in the kitchen terms is, you know, when we caramelize meats, how that, how that changes the flavor and then adds and builds upon flavors later on in whatever dish what you're doing. Said. So it's all about layers. Thank you. For coming in with that. I love it. I love it. I love it. That was a fantastic explanation. Fantastic you understand explanation. now? Do you understand now? I do. I do. I mean, I understand better. I understand better. <laughs> it's what we're here for. We're here to teach, guys. We're here That's right. That's right. For teaching. So I have plenty of TikToks for this evening because I thought it was just going to be me and Val. So I got like 95 TikToks. So thank you for coming wow. on. So uh, does everybody have a beverage? Yeah. I, uh, you know, I have two. I'm double fisting. Double fist. That's what she said. Um, Excuse you. I'm drinking a, uh, a red wine out in my Yeti, and I've got a uh, Michigan's finest, Bell's Oberon, spring and summer quaff. I save two or three every year for the Michigan-Ohio State game. And which we'll talk about. I'll give Ian for just and I'm celebrating. Just to let him run his mouth. Woo! All right, let's get our save. I'm not going to run my mouth. I will. I'll do it for you. Khaki's one. Uh, Seabot, safe word. Oh, no. I forgot about safe words. Ian, um, safe word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll go just just I like random safe. numbers. I'll just go with 40. I'll just go with 4227. What? What? Who? Safe just random words. number generators. You need a word. 4227. That's what? the word. This is not. Is it? <laughs> we'll just go with 42 for Ian. We'll go. Uh, I can't even get it out. We'll do 42. You know, I'm going to do some tequila for you for that one. All right. My safe word is going to be my yard. My yard. My yard. My yard. Very nice. Very nice. My yard. Who, whose yard? My yard. My yard. My <laughs> Her yard. My yard. Ah. <laughs> Their yard. All right, Colin, you're up now. Uh, I'm a Spanish you know, speaker, not a French speaker. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, I, I don't know if you're still using this method, but just things that are sitting around me. I'm just going to go with calculate because oh, I, cal I have a calculator sitting on my desk. <laughs> I say it every week. Every single week. <laughs> calculate. And I, and I write the fucking format. I figure I would remember to at least save, get a safe one on Thursday. For fuck's sake. At least Marcus, Sunday morning. You're no blue hair. Yeah, it's no winter time, so I figured I'd cut my hair off. You know, like it's like makes fucking sense. Wow, well. No, right? I, yeah. Listen, I dye makes... my hair so much, I have to like start over. <laughs> like, <laughs> like but I the beard, start... the beard's bigger, so you got the yeah, warmth that, from the, the beard. Virgin growth. <laughs> I let the beard just like run wild during this time. At least part of half my face is somewhat warm. And plus, it's like it's it's beanie season, man. We'll put a hood on and shit. Put a hat on, a hood. You know, that's what's up. I am gonna go yeah. with orange because right. I have a plate of oranges in front of me. 
Because apparently mm-hmm. it's not a you snack. orange and tequila and cinnamon, it tastes like shit. <laughs> it, tastes, it tastes like nothing. It makes it taste like nothing. And we'll bring Lace on because she's the fucking person. She's the one who told me this. What happened? <laughs> uh, if you mix tequila, when you do a shot of tequila, uh, I guess with rim with cinnamon, you take, take a bite of an orange, it's supposed to taste like nothing. But I think it tastes like shit because I like drinking tequila. So I'm like, what the fuck? I got cinnamon mm. in my mouth. I got orange juice on my face now. It's like because you were doing it wrong. Because okay. I don't use fruit when I take fucking shots. I take a shot like a fucking real person, like a real adult. <laughs> I don't drink white claws. I do. Yeah, motherfucker. Watermelon. You act like oh, you're eating that shit. All right, Miss no. Torres. <laughs> What? Let's bring your friends in. Let's get this party started. <laughs> Joining us tonight as our special guests are Lisa Sigler and Bill Belante. Who's who's like laying down having girls rub his feet and shit right, right. now. Right. Hey, 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 don't don't tell all of my secrets now, man. Okay. That's, for, that's for his only page. You like the, yeah, white, version, you like the you're the white version of Boo now it's just sitting back. Right. There, right? <laughs> uh, I trust me, I'm chilling, Matty. No, I'm chilling, so that's it. Yeah. He's he's taking his uh, OnlyFans profile picture, I think. <laughs> My dude, what's up? That's awesome. Uh, that's it. Lisa, <laughs> love the shirt. Thanks. I love the shirt too. Yeah. Check it. Represent <laughs> Lisa. My dude. favorite shirt. Lisa, you know this week on at Crush in DC, there's twenty percent off from Monday to Friday for Cyber Week because I don't like Black Friday. So. Well, you know what? I'm shopping tomorrow. Thanks for the information. And we got some new shirts. We got some affiliates. Actually, I'll bring the website up and show you all motherfuckers. My oh, shit. perfect. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 You can get these, baby. 20% off. And I'm going to show you real quick. I have this. I'm going to peel it off my laptop. Oh, oh yeah. Hey. Yes. The Pride Edition. Yes. Great. Great. I love your product. Intersectional DC as fuck. <laughs> Are uh, we going to look at the website? No, keep talking because apparently I can't type the website in properly. Oh. Well, it is crushingdc.com in case anyone is wondering. Well, we didn't ask Lisa about her Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving, Lisa? It was great. Um, I stayed in town, very low key, uh, relaxing, hung out with uh, some of my neighbors and had dinner, drinks, and good company um didn't have to deal with traffic get to walk home and all is good yeah life is good thank you bill how about you what you do um i actually worked so uh we were (laughs) the cigar cigar lounge was open so uh we uh sat around watched football ate i stuffed my face and um enjoyed life so So ain't nothing ain't got paid that's right exactly (laughs) that was great that yeah. was good. You know, as, yep. as a chef, as much as I hated fucking like working holidays and shit, AB1 gave me a reason not to see my family. But two, I got paid and we really weren't that fucking busy because everybody was at home doing their own thing. Right. And, Chef, yeah, you, you know that on Thanksgiving or any holidays in the restaurant industry, we over prepare so much. Oh, God. So it's usually a cakewalk for those days. Yeah. yeah. 
exactly. Just, but for me, thinking of food costs, it always hurt my feelings. But it, it, you, there's nothing worse than pissing some money off on like a Mother's Day or a Thanksgiving. Mm. You know, it's just like, uh huh. <laughs> we fucked your family up. <laughs> but I feel like I, I feel like this Thanksgiving versus Mother's Day. Let's just use this word. Let me let's just say it like this. Thanksgiving, I think people are more forgiving, and they're usually nicer in this aspect. Uh, but when you get around like Mother's Day, and you have people, you have Karens trying to like, or even Easter. Easter's another good one too. I just like don't be a kind because you are stop being a, stop being a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. For Bill so and Alicia, a you know, I use the word cunt like I use clown. Okay. No, we should we should bring cunt back into the vernacular. I, I think so. Of, of of the United States, more Listen. more so. Like it, it's fine. To just just say it. I mean, about t- about just say it. Ago, I got hooked on like British and Australian movies, and like every other word was cunt. And I'm like, I don't yeah. know that word. Cunt, cunt. So mm-hmm. I just went off and ever since. I don't know. I went to I went to an all girls um, private yeah. school. Me oh, too. In, in high school. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of I mean, like, we got tired of using bitch. So we just started, we all just, everyone just called each What's other. What's up, cunt? cunt? It, was like, <laughs> it became part of our regular, vernacular. regular vernacular, you know? And then I went to college and I was like, oh, people don't use that word all the time. But you also went to private school in Baltimore. I did. But I also went to school with a lot of white people, so it wasn't like I was in downtown. Was there Baltimore. any like Valley Baltimore chicks? What do you mean Valley Baltimore? Like Valley girl, like fucking. I mean, girls. yeah, like they fucking Towson, like Timonium, like there's all the suburbs of Baltimore. So there were two different schools that were they were Catholic Notre Dame all girls schools. So there's one that was down in Towson, and then the other one was in downtown Baltimore. So Notre Dame Prep. Notre Dame Preparatory School was in Towson, in the in the suburbs, and then Institute of Notre Dame was in Baltimore. So then they would the way that they would distinguish is one was in the valley, the other was in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So where were you, the alley? No, I didn't go to Notre Dame. Uh, I went to I went to Remar. I don't. But that. I mean, I and D was they were just fun. Okay. Um, but sadly, IND closed this past year because of the pandemic and shit. So, talking about school, this is a good segue into the first TikTok. We've all gone to career day, right? Sure. So this is a kid is real mad about his career day. <laughs> this guy wasn't at career day in high school, and here I am stuck as a fucking business major. So, thank you for that, high school. I appreciate you teaching me what exists in the world and all the careers I could have taken besides marketing. <laughs> Starting off strong. All right. Hmm. <laughs> Bill, are you uh, on TikTok? No. TikTok? TikTok? Uh, no, I am not. not no, I'm not on that either. Good. No. You'll, you'll save about five hours of your day. Yeah, I right. Heard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I go to my parents' house, I'm bored as fuck. I'm lazy as fuck, and I'll just drink a cocktail, go sit on the porch, smoke cigarettes, and watch. Hours, like for hours, hours, sit, and, then, and then he'll just be sitting here like giggling, uh, wow, giggling and laughing, and then just like smoking, like chain smoking cigarettes, like and 
like the the misfits, we have a TikTok in like a video page where we dump all our videos, so Marcus can upload them all before the show. Right. And they, so I feel bad for them because it's usually like three, four, five in the morning, and I can just hear I can hear Fowl's Fowl's phone going ding, ding, ding. ding. <laughs> there are like sometimes there are like twenty of them, and they're all from Marcus, and then oh, sprinkled okay. in like Jamie throws in a couple, Boo throws in a couple, and then, uh, and then Marcus is like. And the Val says to me, like, Instagram videos and fucking Twitter videos. Well, gotta change it up a little bit. Mm. I get those, like, Instagram reels, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Anyhow. Anyway. Let's talk to our guest, Val. Yes. Let's go. Um, so Lisa and Bill work in the cigar industry. Um, Lisa, you've been in the industry for, like, 12 years, yeah? Yes. Yeah. This industry fell on my lap. It's, like... Yeah, Something so tell us. I was, I was telling Marcus, like, I wanted you to tell us how how it came to be that you ended up um, starting in the cigar industry. Well, I originally was um, in my previous job. I was a personal assistant to um, Bill Paley. His father was the founder of CBS Television. Okay. So the first five years, um, my scope of work was like property management, managing his estate in the Bahamas and Nassau. Um, his, he had property in Savannah, his, his home in McLean, and just um, working out of his um, townhome in DuPont Circle and just being his right-hand person. And um, Was he a cut? No, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't, actually. You know, usually those personal assistant jobs, you, they are cunts. When you started naming the houses off, I'm like, God. Right, right. But he was so, so nice, like not super needy, like none of that. And um, after five years of working for him, he decided to bring back his grandfather's cigar line, La Polina, that was established in the late 1800s. And we hired this fabulous woman, Courtney Smith, to do the business development. And it just went from there. So my initial experience um, entering the industry in 2009 was um, the manufacturing side of La Polina cigars, which are still in the market. And um, so I got to handle like what it's like to bring um, cigars into the market and hiring sales reps to to sell your brand to the different retailers to the point where you're you're growing with distributors and um, oh, across the world. And I handled like his finance. So I was really involved with like the billing, bookkeeping, um, accounting and um, the operations of the office. So um, it was a really good experience. And then after 11 and a half years of working for him, I decided to move on. And because I went to our cigar um, retail wholesale um, manufacturing trade show, I met so many people in the industry. And when I left, people started coming at me to do sales and I've worked in an office my whole life. So, um, Hey Carl. <laughs> Hi, Carl. <laughs> I worked in an office my whole life and I was like, I can't, I'm not a sales rep. I'm not going to, I'm not doing that. Like I'm an office manager. And they were like, no, you're, you're so good at, you know, dealing with people and building relationships. So I thought, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to try something new. And this is a picture of, many manufacturers in our cigar trade show this year in Vegas, um, taking a big group picture. Um, they're 
they're just fighting hard uh, for cigar rights of America. This is a picture of me and the CEO of Nova Cigars. I started helping her this September um, build her brand. And um, it's been really great. Like for the last five years, I've been on the road selling in DC, Maryland, Virginia, and I'm about to take on West Virginia in, in January. And I've built so many relationships with retailers, consumers. Um, it doesn't feel like work. You know, and that's just like the best thing when your job, you're enjoying it and it doesn't feel like work. Um, it's amazing experience and I'm learning so much. And um, especially being a woman in a male industry, it can have its challenges, but I'm still a rock star. So, oh, yeah. 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 There we go. <laughs> So um, I really, I really only smoke cigars when I'm around Lisa. <laughs> but you're, you're, probably, you're probably smoking pretty good cigars because you're I, around Lisa, <laughs> right? They are, yep. premium, yes. And Val has supported when I've had, I've had cigar events at W. Curtis Drapers in D.C. The um, same people, the same group of people that own Civil Cigar Lounge, um, and she's been very supportive. So um, it's really fun, you know, just having the brand awareness and getting people to try this, the different brands that I represent. Um, it's super social and um, it just brings a lot of people together like food and alcohol. Mm -hmm. So tell me about your hashtag. She smokes too. Actually, um, it's a woman in Atlanta that um, created that hashtag and all of us in the industry use it. Um, it's just, just getting females out in the cigar culture and having it evolve so that it's, you know, not just like um, just for the, the men anymore. We have like a huge group of women that are cigar smokers. And not only that, they're in the industry. There's bloggers and there's people who own accessory um, lines and people who own shops and women who are running um, manufacturing businesses and um, business development. I mean, it's really evolved and very diverse now. And um so it's no longer just the the men that are smoking. We smoke too, so it's she smokes too. Yes. Right on. So Lisa, tell us about the four brands that you primarily. Um, um, my um, brand that I my one of my brands that I started with um, four years ago is Gran Habano Cigars. Um, that brand has been around. Next year will be twenty years. Their factory is um, in Honduras. George Rico is the owner, and um, he has a wide portfolio. The other brand is JRE Tobacco. That picture is our Aladino sticks. Um, the Yora family owns that brand. They've been around for a while. They created Camacho cigars, and then in 2008, Davidoff Cigars bought them out. That's Gran Habano, the first brand I spoke of. Um, so they have a good variety for um, everyone's palate. I just signed up with um, Nova Cigars in September. Um, the lady, um, the CEO, her name is Lenore. She asked me at the trade show if I could help her out. That's Lenore right there. She's fabulous. The, um, the factory that makes her um, brand is in Dominican Republic and there's um, a factory in Nicaragua. Her warehouse is um, in Delray Beach, and it's fabulous. Like, I just visited there a month ago, and it's just a fabulous um, warehouse. And then I have another brand that I've been helping out called um, Casa Cueva Cigars. 
The Cuevas family, extremely nice. They have a factory in the Dominican Republic. And um, they've been around for a long time making cigars for other companies and then decided um, four years ago to have their own family blend that they made for the market. So how do you cool. start? Like, say I wanted to start selling. Do mm -hmm. I need to find a farm? Do I do my own farming? Like, do I go to Dominican Republic and get married and find some fields? <laughs> oh, <laughs> if you wanted to bring out your own cigar line yeah like i'm just curious since you're doing it and you have done it you can contact different factories and um have i guess business meeting with them and see who you could work with and probably get them to blend some cigars for you and they'll just give you like you know they'll do you'll deal with like some master blenders and think of things together on what you're looking for and then they'll start creating some sticks for you. And then you just kind of like meet up and, and test them and tweak them. And then um, just go from there. And then you, you know, you just invest with um, a factory. Um, a third party factory. Or yes, you could do it that way. Or if you were, I guess, a billionaire, you could also right. <laughs> have exactly. your own factory and hire people in that country and farm. <laughs> I mean. well, well, most, just so you all know, most most tobacco, uh, most cigars are done by only like five or six major okay. um, factories. Factories, yeah. So in, in Nicaragua, right, Bill? Mostly in Nicaragua. Right. Yeah, mostly in Nicaragua. So there's you know hundreds of different cigars, but they're all manufactured through the five or six major distributors, um, and they just use their own blender. And then put their name on the particular cigar. So, so isn't there a factory like in North Carolina and Tobacco Road? Is there like regulations? So, 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 yeah. So, where does tobacco come from? Or well, um, most of the most of tobacco is grown in either Nicaragua, uh, Honduras, all the mid, yeah, all the uh, kind of southern, uh, yeah countries you know in that in that particular region because most of the soil um weather is the best for growing tobacco that's the not to say yeah, yeah not to say that there's for cigars as opposed to like cigarettes or something correct else. correct yes because there are there are some cigars that are actually um if you buy a cigar that says a connecticut wrapper that most of that was actually grown in Connecticut. Right. So that's where they got that. But that's very little in comparison to what's actually grown through for most of the major cigars. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then with our, you know, our climate is so different and, and you know, the cold, the four seasons. And so there is like the U.S. Connecticut, like my brand, Grand Habano, we have um, a Connecticut Connecticut cigar called Blue and Green. And that is a U.S. Connecticut wrapper. But then we have some other Connecticut's that are Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. Right. Yeah. So so you you find a lot. What exactly is the Connecticut? Does that mean actually the state Connecticut or? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, that's I mean, where it came from. You said there's a Nicaraguan yeah. version. Is, I mean, is it, I didn't well, know there was a style or a brand or like a type of. Well, what, what happened was it was originally uh, – a lot of tobacco that was originally grown in Connecticut 
and then it was the type of soil and the seeding and everything that was used was eventually moved to Ecuador, Nicaragua, what have you, where it, they have a longer growing season because of the weather there. Yeah, yeah that, makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so that's, that's how it, it's still a Connecticut, so to speak, type uh, uh, cigar leaf, but um, it's actually grown in, in uh, those countries. So, yep. Right on. Now, and it's a light, it's light, like my lighting is probably really bad, but um, this is like my Connecticut Grand Habano and it's just, the it's a lighter wrapper. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to ask, because I know that a lot of times when you give me cigars, because, you know, the, I like the milder ones, so you oftentimes give me a Connecticut. Yeah, because it's mild. It's a lighter, um, the wrapper is a lighter color compared to like the Habano or full body. So is the wrapper right. the same as the inside or like, how's that work? It's the it's the wrapper and then the binder and filler and the flavor is pretty much in the wrapper. Okay. That that's where you're getting most of your flavor with the blend. Anything to add to that, Bill? Yeah, I was just going to say that going back to your your question about getting you know starting your own tobacco line, the biggest thing is to get the blender or a master blender to get your cigars because that's what makes a cigar the different blends of leaves, the the outer, the, the filler, the binder, that's what really makes a cigar. So um, you can grow all the tobacco that you want anywhere you want, but if you don't really have the right person blending it to make it a really good cigar, then you're really just wasting your money. So, All right, see, Bob, I like how we're on the same page. Yeah, it's, it's hard because our, our, our languages are a little bit different. Like, you come from food side, I come from food and alcohol side. Um, and you guys are coming from uh, the tobacco side. Um, so we want to talk about things like tawar or domain of origin and things like that. But, like, when you're talking about, like, master blenders or blenders and things like that, for me, what it talks to is either wine, like uh, in the chat, Lisa and I right. were just kind of chatting about. But for mm -hmm. me, also, I, I think of whiskey. Um, mm -hmm. When you're, when you're doing whiskey, you have all these barrels in, in a warehouse. Master blender comes in, blends those together, and then may or may not put them back into a coupe or a barrel uh, to, to refinish and get that, that right. final flavor you're looking for. Because yeah. um, a lot of tobacco is blended, but it may be aged for two years. It may be aged for four years, ten right. years. Yeah, so that makes a big difference as tell well. Tell me about okay. the aging process. Like, I understand it when it comes to the food side, but like tobacco, the longer the better, or how, I mean, how does that go? Typically, yes, longer or better. So, um, that's why in the movies they break out a Cuban from like fucking 1915 and they smoke. <laughs> right. And exactly, but as long as it's been taken care of and cured and, and kept you know, moist and, and humidified the way it's supposed to, you know, it could be 20 years old and it's still going to be a good smoke for you. Right. Um, same, same as wine or whiskey. Exactly. Exactly. But to get, before you get to there, when you're, you're talking about, you were talking about aging the leaves of the tobacco. Right. And different years of that. So is the aging process similar to like tea where you, you do heat oxidation or, uh, or even green teas, even though they're oxidized, they're they're there's not as much heat applied. Like, how do, does any of that apply to the tobacco? Pro like, what is the drying of the leaves? What is that process like? 
yeah. So again, that um, it's a it's a drying process. It may be left in moisture for a longer period of time, as in the aging process. But again, um, it's rotation of leaves, um, bundles of leaves. It's how it's bundled, even that can make a difference because if it's a tighter, um, uh, if it's bundled tighter and aged longer, it'll have a different effect as opposed right. to being just loose leaf and you know only being um, aged for you know a certain amount of time. So yeah, so there's a lot of similarities <laughs> as in referring to like tea that you're also going to get in the tobacco industry. Yes. Now you were talking about pallets. I want to go to Ian real quick because Ian, you're a fan of both whiskey and tobacco. What's your palate? Yes. Unrefined. Really? Well, particularly with cigars, particularly with cigars, I have a tendency to um, uh, kind of go with recommendations from friends. So I'm not somebody who has, you know, like this is my go-to. Um, I just enjoy the social aspects of enjoying a cigar with friends at times. Um, and with respect to whiskey, I typically like, um, well, I'm actually coming up to the time of the year where I sort of like, I restock my, my sisters-in-law figured out over the course of several oh, years and, you know, <laughs> gifts, gifts that, gifts that may not have <laughs> always landed exactly as they'd hoped that, uh, you know, <laughs> buying him, buying Ian a nice bottle of something, uh, at Christmas time that that's, that's the call. So, so just give me uh, one last year, just give me... my sister-in-law, yeah. all right. Uh, a Japanese Hibiki. Uh, that's one of my favorites. Good. That's, that was absolutely so, Bill, Lisa, what would you delicious. Suggest to, what would you suggest to my man based off that? To go with a Hibiki, to go with a Japanese Hibiki, a little bit lighter, uh, smoky, but very light, almost like a Chardonnay kind of, uh, color to it which is which is really weird but but it's delicious beautiful whiskey so i mean you right i mean because i don't know let me if you if i told you i drank paps and fucking pets ribbon and jameson what would you give me like i mean <laughs> yeah are there specific types of um cigars that that pair better with certain types usually of like types of... i don't know bill i would say like bill especially with you at petworth you guys have a bar so I, I mean, usually what I've noticed with consumers that they tend to pair a, a medium or a full body with, with those type of um, Correct. spirit. Yeah. 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 Unless it's a really, uh, you know, uh, a flavorful whiskey, I mean, with a lot of flavor, would you go to a, a lighter cigar? But typically, you're going to go to a medium to a full body cigar to get to draw the flavor of the cigar from the whiskey. The so whiskey's going to help draw that out. How about a smoky scotch? So lighter, lighter whiskey, you think a fuller body, fuller body cigar? With a lighter, uh, yeah. lighter colored yes. whiskey? Interesting. Right. Okay. So with, the, with the, uh, the Japanese whiskey that you were talking about, um, you definitely want a, a nice full body uh, cigar with that because that's going to help. It's going to help draw the flavor of the whiskey out, but also help enrich the flavor of that cigar as well. Mm. All right. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. Okay, Do you I know of any place where I can get I can get these cigars? Uh, well, you can come see me. Yeah. I'll be more than 
I'll be more than happy to help you out there, brother. And, <laughs> there you go. And he carries my brand, Grand Habano, there. <laughs> and, that's right. We do sell we sell Lisa's cigars, so you know we'll okay. be more than happy to get you to help you out there. That's what you sell. That's what I want. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we do. So Medium Bill, body um, Grand Habano to go with my uh, to go with my hibiki. There you go. There yeah. you go. That's what I need. That's Where what I need. Exactly That's the call. Is, uh, Petworth Cigars. Um, forty-two hundred three, George Avenue Northwest. We're in the pet right on George Avenue in Petworth, uh, corner of George Avenue and Upshur. So How that's far from the metro is that? It's uh, two blocks, not even two blocks, a block and a half. Uh, yeah, I, I know exactly where that is. I know exactly where that is. Yeah. Feet everywhere, so yeah. Yeah, you know where, uh, if you get to the Pizza Hut, there's a Pizza Hut at the corner of Kansas. and Pizza Hut still? Right next door. Oh, Literally wow. right next door. So, yep. So, did so you have, yeah. do you have pizza parties? Uh, we do actually. A lot of people go next door to grab food and bring it back, and so we have yes. We have, yeah. yeah. What's, what's the best seller for Pizza Hut? That comes. I out? have no clue. <laughs> me, I'm sorry. So, Bill, how long has uh, Petworth Cigars been there? The uh, actually, actually, um, this Saturday we're going to be celebrating the one-year anniversary. Uh, uh -huh. Technically, it's been there a year like uh, November 15th, but uh, we'll be celebrating. So you're all more than welcome. We're going to have a block party. The The street behind us will be blocked off. So more than welcome Fine. to come. Yeah, come by and say hello, visit, and um, enjoy some some drinks and some cigars. So What time does that start? The party, yeah. It'll yeah, what be. Was, what was the date? It's uh, December 5th. It's Saturday. This coming Saturday, and it goes from, I believe it's two to eight. It might be three to eight, but uh, two to eight uh, is the time that we. Sh I'm pretty sure is what's uh, will be celebrated. Although I'm sure it'll go a lot longer than that. But what what are what are the hours of your establishment? Uh, we're open from ten in the morning to uh, midnight uh, Sunday through Wednesday. And then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday we're open till two. Beautiful, so, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Although we don't want you there too, because we try to get out of there by then. So <laughs> we, we understand. We understand. So you don't want people walking in at one. No, nah, uh, it, it's just like a, a restaurant business. You know, it, you start trying to close down fifteen minutes right. beforehand. You know, so we understand, but we're also the worst violators of that. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Trust me, I, I, I worked at food service for twenty years prior to doing this, so I, I, I'm very well aware of it. So, yeah, so. I put, yeah, so, I put in my time in food service as well. Marcus, you're muted. And I just started getting in the food service. Right, <laughs> I'm all exactly. Late. I'm all late. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so I love it. I love jaded. it. You're not jaded and bitter yet. No, yeah. not right. yet. Exactly. She's so exactly. She's like, oh, how do you make this drink? Oh, what is this? That goes back to us talking about yeah. pairings and things like that. It, it, it is it is service. It's, you know, right. pairing booze with 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 the uh the cigars or whatever you're smoking mm -hmm. hookah, right. whatever it is pairing yep. food with those things and, and and not overblowing your palate to a point where you can't enjoy those things because we're right. adults yeah. now right. you know back right. in our in our 20s yeah we'll, we'll overblow our palates and you just get fucked up yeah that's fine we, we can't right. do that anymore 
No. Uh, I mean, well, but I always like. I just enjoy. I'm sorry. We can't. We can't see that. Can't do that. Not, anyway. not I'm sorry. like we yeah. used to. I, I, maybe you can. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe you can. Tell the crowd where you're from. Where you work. Note, note to self. <laughs> right. We're not hey. doing. We're not doing this anymore. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we can try to we, do it every no. once in a while, but we're not no. doing it because right. we, we do it back in the day. A, a, a lot less now. That's I all. I'm just saying the hangovers yes. are right. two to That's three fair. days, not not twenty three, like <laughs> six hours. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. <laughs> awesome. yep. right so I like to think that with age, I've developed experience to avoid. Right. Lisa, where are you working now, at the restaurant industry? So I decided in June to start working at Medium Rare in Arlington. Um, it's it's such a great experience. I took advantage of the service industry desperately needing bartenders and were willing to train. I've event bartended, but never in a restaurant um, or ever worked in a restaurant. So I figured that would be a great stepping stone because okay. it's not a full service bar. It's not a full menu. And it's just a good way to learn and build my flow and experience with, um, you know, bartending and helping the serving and just all aspects of it. And honestly, I really enjoy it. Um, now, do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy the free food? Um, a little bit of both. <laughs> and the free drinks yes <laughs> but the owners are just super nice i'm very lucky to have a great management team because i know that's not always the case in the service industry finding um a management team that will motivate you and and that's really good to work with so so far it's been good i've been there since june and um they're just re- very flexible with me um and I also help out one of my accounts in Woodbridge, um, OC Cigar Lounge. I work there um, a couple of times a week and open the lounge and ring up sales and also push my brand while I'm there. Why not? Why not? So um, <laughs> I'm just all over the map, enjoying everything I do, loving life. So, well, I, I've heard a lot of good things about Medium Rare. My our friend of the show is a good friend of mine, Rashid Shakur, is actually the general manager of the one downtown for many years. For a long time, I think it was with them for like 10 15 years. So, mm-hmm. shit, it may be 20 years. But I love went, medium rare, yeah. He's been all over, he's been pretty much every location they've ever had. So, yeah, I'm hoping they open a Florida one so I can go to Florida <laughs> and have endless summer <laughs> all year long, <laughs> right? Lisa and I have decided that we're gonna be snowbirds. Don't be a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why not? (laughs) Right. (laughs) That being said, we all know animals could be cunts, right? Yeah. This TikTok, this one's. uh, I I didn't. I didn't actually know that, but but okay. This one's a cunt to Smash Mouth. Uh, Um. Body won't tell me the world is gonna roll me. Somebody wants to me the world is gonna roll me. Love it. Wow. wow. I, I don't feel like that cow was or that bull was being a cunt. I feel like that guy deserved it. No, that, that was his door. That was yeah, the cow's door. door. Okay, right. he was literally just standing there, not doing a goddamn right. thing. Right. Then, no, no. Yeah. But then he put his leg but up. Yeah, he put his Exactly. That's when the bull was like, no, 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 no,
He was, he was yeah. working the tobacco field all fucking day. Now he's at the bullfighting ring. Now he just wants to fucking mm-hmm. hang out, help fucking yeah. his dad get the bull out, run around some dude dressed up like a fucking clown and shit. You're a clown, Mark. So I'm not. I'm not experienced. I don't have any experience with rodeos per se, but I have to believe that if you're in a ring accessible to bulls with horns, like awareness, right. has to be <laughs> the most important thing. Important thing, thing. right? Exactly. I mean, and, you're not standing. And standing in front of the doorway does not sound like being aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Fuck you guys. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. There was cunt going on there, but it was not the bull. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, he, the guy was the cunt. So. Yes, right. Exactly. Yeah. No, the so, bull said cunt before he kicked the door. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he, was, he was like, this fucking cunt. Right? <laughs> no, no, the, the, bull was like, the bull was like, I do again. I do again. And just fucking <laughs> that was a Street Fighter reference. In case anybody didn't know. All right, guys. So also, we also do uh, educational TikToks. So this was about conspiracy. Oh, good. I'm here to learn. So I'm here to learn. So I told this to Val like five times this week because I was drunk with her like five days. So I kept, did you know? I learned I like, from yes, this guy. Yeah. I learned from this guy. Conspiracy theory that they know is true and mine is that Dr. Pepper is a combination of cola and root beer. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so as much as I mentioned that this week, I don't know why I didn't fucking try myself. Yeah, right. Like if that. we were even at like the Royal Farms, you could have done the two at the same time. You know, I cut my finger somewhere. I cut my finger, opened the door to get in a bag of chips. And I'm like, what the fuck? I cut myself something. And that tells you how, like, no feeling in my hand I have left for being a chef. Like, I fucking slice my finger open, just not see it till I feel the blood dripping down my finger. So that, that's awesome. Kids go to the culinary industry. <laughs> Do it. You can be a chef too. Yes. All right. So let me, let me answer this. develop screen. pain tolerance in your hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking amazing, guys. So I am actually going to share the Crush in DC website right now. Finally. Well, we started talking. <laughs> so as you can see, we got the new Philly as fuck. We got a couple, bunch of different colors in that flavor. You know, pink, blue, stuff like that. We also got the hoodie of the DCAF, so you can actually wear it. You can give it to the kids now. <laughs> uh, you can wear it in public and not worry about uh... right, yeah, I can't wear I can't wear my DCS fuck shirt around the house. He's not awesome. And we got the red skin, we got the they Washington are. football team. I caught myself there. Washington mm-hmm. team football. The highest fuck the is hilarious. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh we got some long sleeves coming out. We got a bunch of other stuff. We got Jolly as fuck, which is the Santa Claus version. Boom. Peep that shit. Mm-hmm. There it is. Peep we'll that have, shit. We'll have that for the already. holidays. We got a queer DC as is fuck. fuck. We got my favorite. Dumb as fuck with uh, um, the head of Trump. A uh, um, silhouette uh, that may or may not be 
Donald Trump. The rendition Trump. of a former president, Mayor Mayor. Mm-hmm. And then this one we have. And I also have two as two as fuck coming out as well. Two oh two, which nice. is like, even more. I like fifty first as fuck. Yeah. Oh, I'm liking the two oh two as fuck. I need that. Yeah. Right? yeah. Especially yeah, now that it's gonna be the new number. What is it? Like right. Seven seven one. Or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. That would never be on a t-shirt of mine. No. <laughs> It will never be 771 is fuck. You are fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20016 is fuck. <laughs> Ward 7 is fuck. <laughs> well, so, you know, it's, it's like, you know, that's what we need. Mo- most people aren't from DC. A lot of people are locals. But I mean, we're transitional as fuck, you know? We're whatever seven, whatever numbers you said before. You know, some of us have to wear that because we're not from here. No six one oh nine. I mean, I'm not from here, but I've been here off and on for twenty years, and I keep coming back for some fucking reason. Right. I've been in DC longer now. Now at this point in my life, I've been here longer than I was than I lived in my hometown. Just I'm now just DC as fuck. I've been in this area longer than I've ever been in my life anywhere because I'm a military brat. Right. Um, but I'm not, I'm not DC. Also, I live in Virginia. So <laughs> yeah. DC area. Right. Fuck. How about you that? Live, you right. live in Narnia. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, wait. Oh, well, yeah, Val, you came to Mason social at some point and you didn't come say hi. Uh, Where did I go? Mason social. I did. Yeah. <laughs> like a month oh, or yeah, so yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah, is yeah. that in Alexandria? Old, old Town, Alexandria. I passed that where, I, where I, I work. Short, I had short amount of time. I was with my brother, and then I had to like drive him home. Right couldn't away. even say hi, man. I'm sorry. I've been wanting to go there. Are you still there? Lisa, you can always come. Yes, absolutely. I've been wanting to come there. I was like, I wonder if that's any good. Wait, you work <laughs> at Mason? No, no, no. Not, not Mason Social. social. No, Just I'm in Old Town, Alexandria. I'm the general manager of the People's Drug. Which is a cocktail bar. Yep, I've been there for lunch. Come or for dinner so we can serve you dinner. some cocktails. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. I live up by landmark. New new menu starts tomorrow. Nice. No, no, we'll definitely come by and say hi. Do it, do it. Wait, you don't do cocktails at lunchtime? See Bob? No, we don't have we don't have any bartenders there at lunchtime. Uh, uh Saturday and Sunday, yes. During the week, no. We just do to go until again? Three o'clock. Uh, the people's drug. Hat. Okay. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> just tunnels. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> wow. I can fuck with that. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a calm. I'm a calm. I did my time in DC. Yeah. I did my time in DC. DC didn't want me. I got kicked out. What? No, that was yeah. just one person. No. Were you being a cunt? I'm always a little bit of a cunt. But his but his former boss was. Mm. Oh, I can say mm. it. I'll get fucked. Mm. Large cunt. I'll, I'll be that. Not a weak cunt. A large cunt. The District of Misfits show: Burning Bridges. <laughs> we the club. We never, I never, never burnt the bridge. We never. She burnt names. the bridge. We never say names. We never say names. I'll say the motherfucking name. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> I mean, love the people I worked with. 
Carl, Carl Owner was has an been, asshole. Has been the star I like it. of many of our. I don't suggest putting that on a t-shirt. I do not I like suggest it. putting that on a Cunty, t-shirt. Cunty as fuck. Yeah. Cunt. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, the 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 people I worked with were great. The owner's a cunt. All on one t-shirt. along the way. The, everybody I worked with was great, and then on the back, the owner's a cunt. Just put yeah. that on the back. I didn't say nothing. Filling the tea on the District of Misfits show tonight. I said nothing. Good thing our lawyer's with us. Right. (laughs) You know my deal. Marcus, you know my deal. All I ask is that this show not be Exhibit A in my malpractice trial. (laughs) As long as we can clear that very low bar. Very low bar. Very, very low bar. Right. We got a lot of of footage of you. But it's a low bar that we, I think there's nights we may not have cleared it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, You've been with us. You've been the voice of reason, I should say. <laughs> you come well dressed. Usually. Yes, look Allegedly. at me. Look at me. I'm well dressed. <laughs> when, when you used to come yes. to the studio on T Street, like you, you had to be, you know, you came in prepared and well dressed. You weren't dirty looking. Uh, <laughs> this is the home edition of yes. Ian Toronto. Uh, this is <laughs> this is at my, that home my, version. My wife ensures that I'm not dirty as fuck. So, <laughs> so I I pulled this up. I don't Shower. know exactly. I don't know exactly Daily. what is on this. But I'm going oh boy. to play a raw on lawyer. I'm going to advise against and, and our lawyer. Our, our actually, I don't. Know. It's going to advise it's against this if you don't know what's on it. It's TikTok. It's not him. You're not going to be able to hear it because I don't think you're going to be able to hear it. But this is the first novel theories of liability Andy. all over here. Stop talking. We had mm-hmm. Dean Ashley Brown on the show last week, and we've had Nick uh, Moreland on the show before. So this is a show in the T Street studio. It is like a. Can you? You guys can't hear that, can you? <laughs> I can't hear it. All phone. Oh my god, no, this is old school. But this is. Look how old this is. Was this the oh, night I was on? Because I was on once with you. Uh, you're right. You're sitting right next to me. Uh, I'm trying. To... <laughs> Like, I don't know why it's not going. Come on. Okay, I'll move it over. This is 2018. Oh, Lord. They see? Mark, look, look at, at all that. Look at him. <laughs> There's Dior Ashley Brown. There's Nick Moore. <laughs> Nick in his Michigan shirt of all things. And Shocking. Oh, wow. Shocking. Imagine, imagine that. And then I have a shot in I Love Bacon koozie. As it should. Very nice. Very Big nice. bottle yes. Canadian mist. Hmm. I think yeah. I think that night for sure I definitely had visions of malpractice running in my head. <laughs> um, like I definitely I mean, was like the, or, it won't it won't take it won't take an opposing lawyer to be very interested to find this. <laughs> uh, Mr. I told you Mr. Turungi, have you ever heard of the DC is fuck show? I'd be like, oh god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so Ian, have I never told you about when I went in for my deposition with the my settlement lawyer? He asked me about the DC as fuck show. I was like, Yeah, I'm like, sure he did. <laughs> he was like, So, Mr. Donovan, um, 
tell me about this DC as fuck show. And I just started deposition for his like concussion thing. I started laughing. I'm like, do you watch it? I was like, tell me more about this. It was fucking hilarious. That makes three of you. (laughs) (laughs) There are at least four viewers. Four, at least. least. Not counting the four of us. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, I'm surprised. I we can't go on TikTok. I miss miss that. I miss that old spot. I miss that old spot on T Street, right across from the the old Howard Theater. You know. Those Props, are good shout out to Molly and uh, and and One Love, like yeah, that was a great great spot. We had uh, we used to do our uh, our DC TBD politics show you out did, there. Yeah. Shout out to Marcus and uh, and Michelle. Marcus so, down. Yeah, great memories, great great memories from uh, from T Street. Always a fun time. <laughs> oh, dude, like that upstairs that upstairs room though, got, especially in the summertime. Like, not oh my air God, conditioned it was hot and oof. hot as fuck. Oof. Nice. So I'm, Another I'm shirt. Hot as fuck. <laughs> hot as fuck, I, I, yeah. All right, so I got another one. I just want to show the picture. These are the people who used to come on our show. Now they're important. Uh, we had Caroline Phillips here of the Cannabis Fest. Me, Jason Santos, yeah. and Boo. I like it, Boo. Old school Boo before he was a regular host so him and caroline will alternate in his woo sweater but look at them there are two of them mm. on the same show yeah yeah uh, look at that yeah that fucking that upstairs was a memories fun. baby memories that upstairs was amazing was i so built that fun. thing on my birthday and i was hammered i was like i shouldn't be doing this it's <laughs> my birthday you guys know i was gonna be drunk yeah. <laughs> fuck disaster Somebody right, had to do it. Disasters. Somebody had to set it up. Yeah, no kidding. Disasters. Trying to be um, a tough guy, I guess. Not really a tough guy. Maybe like a uh, oh show off. Show off. Father, son. Hey, Beefcake, show me your uh, one arm push up there. I've been training for a while. Rough stuff. Oh, my God. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh, oh those guys. <laughs> I didn't watch TikTok. One, one more time. <laughs> one more time. Right, right. Come on. Okay, beefcake. Show me your uh, one arm push up there. I've been training for a while. Rough stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Oh, wow. I feel like that touched home to you, Ian. Father of two sons. Two sons. Two sons. The little one. Uh, I mean, the little one, you know. Yeah, I wasn't talking He still has time to grow into that. The little one, I've been teaching him proper push-up form. Uh, it's still a work in progress. He's eight. He's eight years old. But I'm like, you know, listen, if you're gonna actually do the push-ups, like, let's do them right. So. All right. Well, since we're talking about. But yeah, that's that was not that was not um, proper form. No. Approved push-up form. Yeah. 
<laughs> right. Well, I mean, also, you gotta get. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't just do this. You gotta get like for the one arm. This going. Right. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying, you gotta, you gotta spread your legs out, get a base going. That too. You gotta, you gotta spread your legs, get a base, but you also gotta turn so that you've got, you know, you can get all the way down. I mean, this is just a demonstration. I'm not actually gonna do a one arm shot because. You know, you don't show up I frankly, I frankly, at this age, at my age, I can't anymore. I'll just be straight up. That one's funny. Percussions, but this is soccer. Oof. Two, wow. two for the, the price second. of one. Who's All right. The, that girl was a <laughs> was, the girl, after she hit the second one, just started cracking up laughing. Oh, <laughs> my God. In the background saying, just walk it off. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Play it again so you that girl it. is a fucking assassin. Nice ball. Nice Walk it off. Go. <laughs> I know I don't look like it, but as a former uh, soccer player, and you're on the wall, you got to be ready. You just, you gotta right. Oh, be man. Ready. You're, you're standing on the wall like this, but then you're going to right. Lean into that chip. The forehead. Right here, the hardest part of your body. Pop it. Yo, the big girl... Big girl ran towards that shit. Right, right, she, right. She, she should have been the most ready. She right. Hit in the ear. She got hit in the ear. <laughs> <laughs> That's like oh Why you hit me in the ear? Shit. I think uh, the first. I think the first girl got caught in the clavicle. I don't even think she got hit in the head. I think it was the clavicle and she went down. Right. <laughs> and then the other girl came up. Wow. Girls coming towards. Right. Yeah, I mean, you still got to right. go for it. You, who are you gonna blame? The girl no. kicking? No. No. You gotta be ready. But her laughing is hilarious. Right. That was pretty funny. Yeah. I would say this for those two girls. Um, sometimes the hardest lessons are the ones that stick. That's what we hope to take from. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that Coach Ian? Uh, <laughs> What's that? Is that, is that Coach Ian or Daddy? Uh, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of both. Yeah. All right. So football fans here, right? We're all football fans. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We also Dallas Cowboys lose this week, right? Go Broncos. Steelers. So you know how salty Cowboys fans are, how big bitches they are. Cunts. They are cunts. Here's a big old cunt. This after this Thursday. Oh, yeah. I saw this. This, this is Thanksgiving. This is Thanksgiving. You took it everybody on. Thanksgiving. This is how he is. Hey, oh, hey, hey. Throw the table. Stop it. Stop it. Uh-oh. I don't care. I'm taking them home. Give me a bag. You need to stop. <laughs> you need to stop. 
Joe, this is your Thanksgiving right here. Right there. What, what is he taking home? You just started writing me all game, man. This don't make sense. Stop so walking up on me, bro. This don't make no sense. Stop walking up on me, bro. Get up those noodles up on me. Then they just standing there. What? 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 Calm down. Stop. They lost. So it's about to get real here because he's going to start insulting the food. And they just gonna start hurting people's feelings. Bro, I don't, you know, I don't care if I want Thanksgiving and any of that food was nasty. Your macaroni is disgusting, Maya. Your macaroni is disgusting, Maya. It was pretty good. And your turkey wasn't done. So, so, cause the cat was doing hair. Stick with your hair. Now you gonna hurt her feelings. You gonna hurt her feelings. What you, what you back there laughing at? Because your boy's lost. Oh, let's go! The food was great. The food was horrible. I've been on the toilet half the game. Because I've been on the toilet half the game. I put him out. I will put him out. You ain't got yeah, the exactly. dough right here. The dough right there. They need to fire that damn defensive coordinator. You got to find you a ride. What you playing softball game for, man? You got to find you a ride. But you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna take me home with you? No, no. Not acting like this. Let me get this. Let me get this. They lost, though. This don't make sense. Keep that nasty ass man. I'm gonna take the wine. Y'all taking the wine. You get your ass to bust it over. Come on, Man, stop playing with me. Let's go. Taking a wine anyway. Taking a wine. The priorities. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. You saw he was holding the wine bottle like a football? Like he was right. Right, right. <laughs> right. Had it like cuddled, you know? Like they teach you to hold the football. Yeah, yeah. He, right. he, he, he had the wine. He was ready yep. to do a yeah. step on. He's gonna spin out the door. Stick to doing hair. Stick to doing hair. Stick to doing hair. That cracked me up. Yeah, that was too funny. Oh my god. Wow. My favorite was I've been on the toilet half this game. Wow. Well, that's too funny. Well, that is not how my what Thanksgiving up, was, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because we don't have any fucking cowboy fans in my family. Good. So there. Dior said, what's up? Yes. Dior. My girl. Marcus. <laughs> the goddess. The goddess. One of my favorite human beings of all time, Dior Ashton Brown. No right, doubt, and now. so talented. That, she, was, she was a guest on Grand Day Lock. That new uh, intro, she was brilliant. Sounds great. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, really enjoyed it. New intro. Love it. The new intro. Really enjoyed it. Awesome, awesome, yeah, awesome. You. Dior is such a talent, and uh, I love the fact that she's out there and 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 shining for everybody. She was a guest on Grand Day Lock. She was brilliant, um, and I I love Dior. What's up? Like I said, she was in that video with uh, you and I that I just shared. So yeah. That's right. That's right. All right, Miss Torres, what's next? She saw the bat. She saw the bat signal go up. <laughs> <laughs> she saw the bat signal go up. She's like, "Oh no, goddamn it! He is not showing that video from 2018 <laughs> with all DC the drinks in front of us." Yeah. Once you want to DC this fuck show, it's in your soul and your blood. So we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just hear me pouring shots of bad. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> let's just keep that. Let's just keep that part under. Let's just keep 2018 under wraps. Let's just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can neither confirm nor deny. I started in 17. I started in 17. Right. You, came, you came in 18. It was even. It was even worse in 17 because we didn't know what we were doing that. We were making a shit yeah. as we go. They're going on at midnight. You're like, you're like, we've got this show, and we get really fucked up on this show. And then, like, we talk, but, like, mostly we're just, like, really fucked up. <laughs> and I was like, cool, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that shit was wild. All right, Valerie Torres, what's on the docket? Um, well, first, since we were talking about football, I have a little bit of sister brag that I have to do. My brother, who lives in Miami, he is in a, um, in a choir. It's a um, South Florida male – wait, South – Florida Gay Men's Choir, and they sang the um, part part of the choir. They sang the national an- anthem at the Dolphins game. Oh, cool! Oh, good. cool! Yeah. Awesome! Super yeah. cool! Love that! Yeah, good. Can, can you guess which one's like... Val's brother? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right there. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you nine guesses, and the first eight don't count. Right. Sure. <laughs> So my brother, it's funny, like he is such a distinctive voice that like when, even when they're singing, like, you know, they're, they're, they're supposed to be blending. I can always hear my brother singing. Um, but yeah, they're really good. Yes. They're, they, and they did a great job and I'm very proud of my brother, even though he's not yes. really a football fan. <laughs> he just likes to sing. Um, yes. Also, well, not a lot so, of gay singers who love football, are there? But, I mean, uh, I'm there sure is. there are. Yeah. Come on, yeah, son. Definitely, oh, okay. definitely. Fair enough. Fair enough. My brother. I was, but but to have the honor to be a part of a group. I was that engaged in stereotyping. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. We all do it sometimes, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but to be, uh, you know, asked to sing as a group, even if it's part of like the national anthem, however you feel about it, in you know, a, a national sports, the NFL is so big, billions of yeah. dollars. That's right. an amazing honor for anybody who, wh- whatever right. you do, if you're singing, I mean, to, to do that. For that setting, I could imagine how you feel. Yeah. I could imagine the feeling. You're right. I mean, I, I think the national anthem is dog shit, but if I could sing and they said, Hey, you want to sing this? I'd be like, uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Right. That'd be dope. Yeah. The Canadian like, national that, anthem is to, where it's at. The Canadian National Speaking anthem? of that, I was watching the Canadian oh, okay. I was watching favorite. That's my absolute favorite. I was watching Canadian football playoff game today. Montreal right. versus fucking nice. I forget the other teams. The Montreal Alouettes. Yeah, Alouettes, playing, right. Uh, they were playing the Tiger Cats. The Tiger Cats. Yeah. yeah that was, that was British cool. Columbia? British Columbia? Is that where they are? No, it's, it's like Hartford uh, Hart. Huh? I'll look it up. Uh, Bing that shit, Marcus. Where are we? One fifteen fifty-seven. <laughs> uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats. It's the Hamilton. Hamilton. Tiger there we go. We'll fix it in post. There's no post in this one. <laughs> we don't have post. This is oh. straight up live. Oh shit! But, <laughs> beautiful Mark? moment for your your family, Valerie. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely for sure. Of course, awesome. my brother That's never awesome. tells me anything. I found out on Facebook. Like, he yeah. didn't say anything. No. He says like, Facebook. Saw on Facebook, and I was like, "Oh, you sang the wow. fucking 
Dolphins game. What the fuck? I mean, I, I'm that same kind of brother. I would be the same guy. <laughs> mm. I mean, you are Asian, too. So there you go. Yep. Wait, Marcus, pull up that Asian meme. I, I'm going there. Oh, You'll boy. appreciate this, Carl. Friend, what's the most unrealistic part about Asian about the Asian in Shang-Chi? Me. The mom saying that she's so proud of the son. Doesn't happen in the Asian oh, families. <laughs> yeah, it took me took me a second to. Marcus goes, Why is that not Asian? What? Like the mom and the son? I was like, No. The mom saying that she's proud yeah. of her son. Mom Yeah, that doesn't happen. Like my my, my mom. <laughs> It doesn't happen. Well, she's not going to say it, but you can see it in her eyes. She's going <laughs> to give me that look, but she's not going to say it out loud. She's probably going to make me uh, a, a delicious dish <laughs> after whatever I did or something like that, but she's not going to say it out loud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's fine because no, we already know what our love languages are. Right. There's. <laughs> 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 In my family, it was always like, that was okay, Bambi. But you know, you could have probably done better. <laughs> well, but I'm I'm one generation removed. My mother was the first person in our family born in America. so right. And she was born in 49. So it's been a long time. So she's... Lisa, you're also half Asian. You mm-hmm. understand that shit. I do. Yeah. So, I mean, so she's she's getting on the side of, I would almost say it. But she's not. She's still going to make me that delicious dish. But I can see it in her eyes. So, But I understand. <laughs> I understand the meme <laughs> very well. So since we're speaking Val's mo- about Val's mom, here's a TikTok about her mom. Little oh. Oh. Her oh. mom. Oh. Or maybe your mom, see, Bob. Maybe. <laughs> oh, <my>. <laughs> <laughs> That would a hundred percent be my mom. <laughs> first off, first off, my mom's too short. She doesn't have enough pillows behind her or underneath her <laughs> for that meme. And also, if I'm around, we don't let her drive anymore. <laughs> uh, my mom's like, let's drive. go here. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll get the keys. I'll my drive. Mom, my mom right. definitely has a pillow underneath, maybe two, because she's so little. And I swear they're like just they just keep shrinking. There's there's the two behind, at least one underneath, and my mom's still looking between the steering <laughs> wheel, wheel. Yeah, and the rest. <laughs> and and now she drives an I old ass nineties say... Buick, which is giant. So yeah, no, we don't let no mom. Wow. You don't drive. You just no get in the car. She can drive by herself. I would say. All I would day, say, but not not when I'm around. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would um, say we're engaged in really racial stereotypes, but I live in Annandale, which is like the center of the Korean community in the area, yeah. and uh, it's very true. It's very true. It is true. <laughs> but there are it's also so three true. Asians here talking about this. It's, it's stereotypes. No, it's okay, because it's some true. Some stereotypes are taped in real things. It's no, true. Uh, no, you can't no, even be no, mad, because no. it's true. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're going to talk about Asian women driving. I was like, oh, then you're My like, mom doesn't drive like, at oh, all. shit. <laughs> My mom drives to three places. She drives to church, she drives to the mall, and she drives to Costco. 
Costco. She definitely should be driving there. <laughs> All those That's cars. Good. Oh God. My mom is the most most independent woman, the strongest woman I've ever met in my life. She's in the military, did everything. But so she can do whatever she wants. But if I'm in town. I'm not going to let her drive because she scares the fuck You're out driving. of me. You're <laughs> driving. <laughs> and, and that's it. it. Like, my older sister came into town twice this past year. And she was like, well, you know, mom was like, you know, I'm driving. And I was this and that. And it was like, no, you just say no. Give me your keys. You sit over there. <laughs> you just have yeah. to say no. But I'm, I'm, I'm the, well, I'm the firstborn male. I'm the only male. So for her, it was like, no, I'm doing it. And she's like, okay. <laughs> Even where, as Americanized as she is. Where is she from? All right. Uh, well, she's from Denver, but Chinese. We're Chinese. <laughs> Chinese. Yeah. Where are you she's from? from she's from Aurora. <laughs> uh, well, since we're, talk- since we're talking about bad moms, here's a bad mom. Come and get me. Come and get me. <laughs> <laughs> Come back, it's only Shirley. Nope. Oh, that, that, that kid is gonna survive the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> right? No, it's like, nope, no, nope. 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 Uh, forget it. Mm-mm. That was he didn't cry. He didn't break down. He was like, nope, no, and walk this way. He's like, yo, ass crazy. I'm going over here and crying. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Guys, I have to get up in the morning, so I'm going to leave you. But I really appreciate uh, being on, and I'll be happy to come back any other time, sometime in the future, and I'll keep track of you guys. But uh, thanks for having me on. I'm going to so follow Bill, your only tell us one more time. You have the, the one-year anniversary of... Uh, um, of Petworth. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's December 5th from 2 to 8. Petworth Cigars on George Avenue. And this um, Saturday, December 5th from 2 to 8. Yep. Yeah. So definitely come by, say hello. All right. Very cool. All right. Thank you. Thank very you much. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good Hi, night Bill. now. Good night. All right. Will, see ya. I'm going to start following your OnlyFans page. All right, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ian Taranji. Yes. You had a good Yes. Week. Yes. It was Thanksgiving. Um, I have a good week every week. Game. Have a good week every there was week. a game of a game that you kind of like. That there was a game. There was I a mean, game. listen, you know, everybody knows. I, I went to so Michigan. Fun. I graduated from Michigan. I'm a huge fan. Um, and uh, you know, it's been a tough, frankly, millennium. Been a decade, uh, since the new millennium, since <laughs> not just the last decade, but really since 2000, we've only beaten them three times, and so it's been really maddening. And so it was nice to nice to get a win against uh, the Ohio State University, and Welcome so I'm celebrating with some of Michigan's some of Michigan's finest. Well, you said it, not me. Uh, I mean, oh, I say it on Twitter. I, I'm, I'm a I'm like University of Miami fan. Fuck Ohio State. All right. Well, I can get I can get with that, brother. I can get with that. So. Yeah. Super fun. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, Mark, so after Michigan loses to Michigan State and <laughs> Kenneth Walker runs for five touchdowns, all of a sudden Marcus decides to text me 
a, a Yahoo article and I just see the title and it's like Kenneth Walker runs crazy out of Michigan. I'm like, why the fuck are you sending this to me? You think I don't know? You think I wasn't? <laughs> you, you think I, I wasn't drinking myself into a stupor? You think I wasn't beating myself in the he- over the head? You can send me the article so I like I didn't I know. Oh shit! Wow, what the? What what happened here? So I was waiting for this game so I can send you another one. I'm like, look, ah, he won. <laughs> well, Marcus, I just I just sent you. I told Mar- I told you Ian earlier. My cousins were at that game. I just sent you. Yes. Picture, Marcus. You sent me a picture. Where at? I did on the messenger. Oh, I'm not I on. Sent- All right. Oh, well, anyway, Good they stuff. were there. And they were I can tell your friends are. Is these your, your cousins? My cousin and her husband. They both went to Michigan. Well, I can tell that in... they're they're I can tell that they're good looking, uh uh intelligent people of taste and refinement. They are so. absolutely Miss Torres, it did not come through. Shout out, shout out to Val's nice. cousins. <laughs> shout Val's cousins. It was also my cousin's fifty, so it was even more exciting for her. So. Very nice, very nice. Here's all Val's cousins. No, wait. So I went to. Wow, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. So yesterday I went to the. So there's a huge Filipino community in Baltimore. The um, it's called Katipunan, the Filipino um, American Filipino Association of Maryland. And uh, um, so what's it called? Hold on, what's it called? Katipunan is what it's called. <laughs> Say it again slower. Why? Just do it for me. Katipunan. <laughs> That's it. what it's called. That's the name <laughs> of the organization. That joke was for me. I don't care if you're it. stupid. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> it's this <laughs> Filipino association in Maryland. It's huge. Um. It's been around forever. Um. So they always have the, their annual anniversary ball paired with a debutante ball every year around Thanksgiving. Um. So this is mine. 32 years ago. Find Valerie. Wow. One hand. I have a tell. There's like a massive tell. It's the same thing that drives me nuts every day in the studio. (laughs) It's the hair. I'm the one with the hair. (laughs) To her fucking hands. Um, So yeah, that was ours. It was my senior, the fall of my senior year. That was the same height still. I am. I (laughs) stopped growing when I was 12. (laughs) Um, so then I went I went to this year's Philippine uh, the the debutante ball. So there's me and some of my my friend, the one in the the tall one with the blue dress. She was in my um, in my group. In that picture, she was right next to me. Also, so that was my friend Wileen. The tall so, one. Um, the not the one with the like the Marilyn Monroe sort of dress. The other one. Oh, uh, the other one. Okay. To so the one to the to my right, to our left. If you're looking at it, that's Wileen. Cool. So, um, yeah, it was, it was fun. Like, uh, a lot of us, so most of, thanks, Dior. Um, we, all, all of those ladies, we've all been, that we've had our Deb, you know, over the years. Um, me and Wileen were the same year of the, one of the girls, um, Mina, she's a few years older than me. Um, so we, we've all done our different years. Um, it was just fun. So all of us get together. A lot of us hadn't been together in a while. Um, one of my debt, like one of my fellow debutantes, her daughter was being debbed. 
yesterday. So See, when you say debutante, mm. I just think of this porn back in the day of Marcus. Why? Debutantes. May Mayard Mayard. <laughs> I was confused for a second. I didn't know where the breathing was coming from because I was playing on my phone. I was like, "Where's that breathing?" That was me. <laughs> I was scared it was me, and I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> I, got I got respiratory issues. I got asthma. I got some. Yeah, that's some, my. That's the same thing. Some other things, and I was like, "Is that is that me? Was, what's what's going on?" So, um, one of the big things in the Filipino community is they love to do the line dances. What? Mm. At all the Filipino yep. events, there's always like the line dancing that's happening. And like, I don't know who makes them up. Somebody makes What's that? What kind of line dancing? So like, like the know, keep like, it shuffle or are you guys doing honky tonk? Some, sometimes. I think it's, it's like, more like, honky tonk. When I was younger, um, the big thing, like they used to do. Oh my God, Marcus. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God. I need Before my lawyer. Internet, I need my lawyer. Go to video stores. <laughs> Where's my lawyer? Ian Tronti. <laughs> I need my um, lawyer. <laughs> like the achy, breaking heart. Now like Pactus Carrier doesn't like know about this show. Um, now, so there's one, there's a Filipino one that it's the only line dance that I'll ever do at any sort of Filipino event. It's called the Toro Toro. And uh, I don't know, my family has always <laughs> loved it. So we always, that's the only one I'll do, but the rest of them are just like wacky. But one of the ones that came on was Electric Slide. Can you tell them the definition of the electric for slide? For our friends who do not know, the electric slide is about a vibrator. Which we broke on allegedly. the show. No, not allegedly. The guy <laughs> who wrote the song said the song is about a, a vibrator. vibrator. And he's like, and I, he laughed for 20 to 30 years because nobody got it until he told this article. Yeah. And so I, I, I ruined yeah. the electric slide for several of my friends. I was like, see all our Lolas and Lolos, which are like grandma and grandpas, like dancing to the electric slide. And this did, is what they're doing. Did you not think to. that your Lolas and, and Zolas oh, didn't have? Lolas and Lolos. No, I didn't tell them. I told my friends. You didn't think they no. had toys? They don't Things? Know, but they didn't know what it was. They didn't know what oh, they were Oh, it wasn't just outed, but they had it in their bedroom. I'm sure they did, but I'm sure they didn't know that the electric slide is about those toys that they have. Lisa looks really uncomfortable, and I apologize. <laughs> I'm not. Oh. I had no idea about the song. I'm like, I had no idea. Go listen to I'm it. Gonna, I, I haven't listened to it in years. I need to re-listen. Marcus, can you pull up the lyrics to the electric slide? Yeah, I'm pulling up vibrators first. That's when that's when Lola's like, oh, I use this to you know get the kinks out of my neck. It's just great. <laughs> I, I think the artist, I think the artist missed the spot though, because if he if everybody knew it was about a vibrator, that's a branding deal that it just was slipped through the cracks. I think an artist has to be subtle. You have to, you can't you can't just come right out and bash people up in the head and say this song's about vibrators. It's about vibe, you know. You gotta be subtle. You can't subtle. See but it's the it. but it's, it's a sex and porn industry. At that point in that point in time, you had to be, fight people over the head with it. <laughs> My God. I mean so she's a moving yeah. like a matic. She's a moving like electric. She's sure got the boogie. Oh God! What did he find? So, Holy shit. It's oh my electric. God. Boogie, woogie, but, woogie, woogie. 
Now you so, can't but, hold it. So the vibrator is the vibrator is a girl though. Not that I, it matters. To There's me. lots of ways to interpret boogie woogie woogie. No, because she said. But it's electric. Oh, I thought you said she said or she. I'm gonna party. I thought it was a she's a puppet like party. a matic. She's a movie oh, okay. like electric. I'm going to go on a party I was, I, ride. I was on the, I was on the backside. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was hit. I was hitting the lyrics from the back. I didn't really understand what was going on. <sighs> Did we lose Ian? Just we lost Ian. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Ian, Ian gave up on us. <laughs> Since I, I hit the lyrics from the back, maybe he's going to look for a like, He's like, I'm out. I'm done. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So here's some. Okay, anyway, Lisa. Uh, you got some more? Uh, no, I have. Oh, tell them about this drink. horrible shit that you told us about, Lisa. <laughs> Listen, I learned yes. it from a bar patron. <laughs> he needs to die. needs to go home and hang himself or herself. No, it was her. It was her. She was the one. Uh, it was, there's a woman, right? Who was? Yeah, there. so there were like six people at my bar. They got to the restaurant early um, before their reservation. So they just kind of pre-gamed at the bar and ordered some drinks. And I discovered um, as they were talking, like someone in the group, it was his birthday. So I was like, hey, uh, tequila shots, let's go. You know, adding to the tab. And so, so, um, so I'm preparing the tequila shots and the lady in the group is like, um, I'm going to need some cinnamon and orange. And I looked at her like she was crazy. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm confused on what you want me to do with that. And the tequila, like what Lisa the fuck? Like, I'm going to have to Google this drink. What is it? I was like, no, I don't know no, what no, you want me to do. That, that, is, that is a thing. Cinnamon right. and orange. It, it's know. a thing. Yeah. So I'm like, I said, she said, you have cinnamon. I said, I have a cinnamon stick for our, for our sangria that we make. And uh, she was like, no, we need ground cinnamon. You need to go back to your kitchen and get some. They have to have some back there. And I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? Like, I don't understand (laughs) what the hell she wants me to do with ground cinnamon and an orange and tequila. It sounds disgusting. Because it is. So I go back there and I get it. And then I'm like, okay, I I don't understand what you want me to do. Exactly what is this you want me to do? She's like, listen, I should be a brand ambassador. Like she's hyping it up. This is the greatest thing on earth. Can you drink? I insist you have a shot with us. So so pretty much I had to take the orange and and put it around the rim and then the cinnamon the te- the ter- we used terramana so we had that tequila so it's not the best tequila so it works for that kind of great tequila and um no Montezuma so, <laughs> so you just lick that cinnamon take the shot and then use the um orange mm-hmm. and it what it did for me was it just it was it was less burn. It was just less harsh shooting that tequila, you know. So to me, it felt like drinking water. I was like, "Holy shit!" She was like, "I told you it's good, right?" I was like, "That's a little different. I mean, it's not bad. I wouldn't do it with high end tequila. Like that's that would just mess it up. But like just mid grade or like rail shit, yeah, it works. It just made it more smooth and it didn't go down so harsh." That's what she said. So, yeah. See, Bob, you already knew about this? I, I didn't know about this. I've heard about this years and years ago. Uh, somebody came in and asked for it, and they said they had been to Spain, I think, and they were doing it there. 
Tequila, tequila maybe just hit Spain at that point. Like it was because tequila hasn't been around the world as long as we think. Um, you know, imports, exports, things. Yeah. You know, certain boozes, especially in Europe and other places, it's just not. They just don't drink things the way we do. They don't import things the way we yeah. do. Yeah. Um, and so I had heard about it. Um, but it, it's just there. You're, you're just beating up your palate so that you can enjoy tequila. But if you don't yeah. enjoy tequila, just don't drink tequila. I mean, just drink right. what you like. It's the same thing that we were doing with you know, salt and lime and everything else. Yeah. There's ways to enhance flavors and stuff like that. But I mean, I would like great. I would have been an asshole to her because, uh, well, one, I'm an asshole and a cunt. Um, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. Um, just a little bit. But, you know, like I work in craft cocktail bars and things like that. Right. So I would have, I would have grated the fucking cinnamon over her fucking uh, orange slice <laughs> and, and, and things like that. I, w- I would have tried to upgrade her experience. Um which is not what she wanted anyway. She just didn't want to taste the tequila. Well, if you don't want to taste tequila, don't drink Don't tequila. drink it. Exactly. Yeah, I'd never heard of it until that moment. And I was like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna share all this information with my vet bartender friends to see if they know about this. Like, And so far, like only a couple of people knew. And now you, I've met you and you know about it. But I've, I've yet to meet too many people who know about that. Yeah. I, mean, I think even in Mexico, like like when you're drinking mezcal, you do different things. Like uh, uh, when you serve mezcal uh, in Mexico, as an Asian American living in America, not been to Mexico, I'm going to say these things. Um, you serve it with a side of like cucumbers and jicama and and tahine and some things, which is like a, a salty chili. As a white guy you know, who has been to Mexico, yes. They yeah. Do so you serve those with those, and you, you drink and you kind of munch on it, but it, it's not to take away the flavors to either enhance or just enjoy the experience, as opposed to the way that we drink in America is we drink to get fucked up. Right. Yeah. Well, they do too. They do. But they, they'll drink all day, or you know, like they also. Well, still speaking out of turn, um, we tend to binge drink more than most countries. Yeah. Other than well, we Russia and drink, South well, Korea. Well, how about the countries that take siestas in the middle of the fucking day? Well, you, well, well, you know, because when you wake up and you have a michelada, and uh, also, I mean. Also, they're eating and drinking till you know early in the morning. You got to have that nap time if you're doing those kind of things. Like dinner in Spain doesn't really start, or partying in Spain doesn't really start till ten, right? So when you got to get your, you know, pinchos, you go to this bar, you go to that bar. You don't even go out until nine, ten o'clock. Yeah. So yeah, the next day, of course, you need a nap. So, I need a nap right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I'm a show notes TikTok from the Beat a Man guy, and this is my thing too to people who drink tequila over cinnamon and orange. Be a man. This Thanksgiving, fuck it. Put everything you have on the Detroit Lions. Be a man. <laughs> if football fans know, mm. don't do that. Don't do, yeah. that. <laughs> Don't do that. 
Don't do that. No, no. I so I I was born in DC. Root for Detroit? No. No, I don't root for Detroit. Um, I mean, I have a soft spot in my heart for Detroit. I lived in Detroit for a long time. Detroit area. I, mean, that's you, but that's, that's I went to law school in Detroit. I, the, the, no, I grew up outside Chicago. I was born in D.C., but I grew up outside Chicago. So I'm a Chicago, I'm a D.C. sports fan and Chicago sports fan. And like, um, but I, when I was at Michigan, I had a lot of friends who were Detroit Lions fans. And... Um, it's not good for their mental health. It's not good for, um, you know, how do you say it? Like alcoholism. Detroit Lions fan is just not good for your health in general. And so I do not recommend it. Certainly, certainly, certainly. Look, if you're going, if you're going, if you're going to sacrifice your mental health to root for the Lions, okay, that's on you. Don't bet like real money on them. Like, don't put real money on these on these guys. <laughs> All right, speaking of no, be a man, do it. <laughs> what? What? They spread. both spread. What? I didn't see it. They spread for the bread. Spread for bread. Ian's but the why the song? <laughs> no, this, 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 this is dark humor on chunky. TikTok. That's the song they use. I mean, I love dark humor. I, oh, okay. All right. Uh, you want dark humor, huh? Sure. I got, I got a joke for you. Not really. What's worse <laughs> than finding a worm in your apple? Um, finding it in your butthole? Well, yes. Can I? Before, we, before, you, before you give us the punchline... Is there a way to like exit ramp this? <laughs> no. not... I asked for it. Okay, all right, all right. Give us the punchline. I can. I can. The, the Holocaust. Okay. Did you already tell us this one? And yes, didn't but not already fall people, flat. That people first in this time? room heard it. I never heard it. <sighs> I tried and to get you on last time. Offering. Yes, she did. <laughs> so I tried to get you on an off ramp. I tried to. Find I don't know if it really works as a joke. It does. It's not a joke. No. It's an anti-joke. I think that's the point. Marcus keeps telling these anti-jokes because he thinks that somehow they're hard. They're no, like... I don't think they're funny. I think they're horrible. But I yeah, still they're like them. terrible, and somehow <laughs> he keeps telling them. No, I get it because I do the same thing. All right. Probably to a lot of people. But... We got terrible. Let's, here's the terrible friends. And this guy not being able to swim and probably never will take a, sh- a bath again. For the two, for the thumbnail. Oh, 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 if it's for the thumbnail. Thumbnail, bro. Dude, Mike, just hop on it. Hop on it. Hop no, no, no. Hey, I don't think I'm going to float. You're going to float. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Get me out. Get me out. No, no, no. Get me out. Get me out. I got you, bro. Hey, y'all didn't know. No, no, no. Please don't let. No. No, no, no. You're good. Bro, you sure? No, 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 no. I'm not. I've seen this a million times. You're good. Bro, please. I promise. You're good. You want me to get in with you? I'll get in with you. Hold on. Look, look, look. Hold me slowly until I float. Okay, okay, let go, let go, let go. You got the light jacket on, man. You're good, you're good. No, 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 no. You're good. You're floating. You're good. No. You're good, you're floating right now. Hold on to the fish. He floats. There you go. No. Oh, you know he can. Oh, God. 
Did he say That's hold me funny. slowly until I feel That's like you funny. That's fucking He's funny. scared did for he life. Say, did he say? <laughs> did he say hold? Hold me slowly until I float. Did he say that? Yes. Yes, he did. Wow. Yes, he totally did. That's the title of my book. That's gonna be the title of my book. (laughs) Hold me slowly. I would. I would be. I would be totally into that. I. I would have jumped off the other side of the boat to like swim up just to make him feel better afterwards. Like after, after. Yeah, definitely after. But like, how do you not think that the, the fish is not dead? How do you not think that? Something's gonna happen with the fish. Hold on to the fish. He doesn't know how to swim. Is so is, is, no, is a thing. A, that's probably the first time he's been on a boat. But he didn't. He first didn't. Even cl- he didn't even clip up his fucking flotation device. It was just hanging. It was just yeah. hanging, which is fine because it's because he's got arms in. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> he's well, gonna be fine either way. Everything's gonna just, be fine. He's tarnished for the rest of his life. No. Yeah, yeah he he's, not, he's just now. Just, he's not taking a yeah, bath. I'm not sure that he's going to be fine. He'll be I don't think he's fine. No, he's not fine. He is scarred forever. He's going to, he, well, Talking he should about be scarred fine. Scarred forever. Be a man. We've all done roller coasters. Be a man. Has everybody, anybody ever here done like a slingshot or anything like that? that like, like, what do you mean, done slingshot. a slingshot? Like, like have I like at a at a at a car? Have I aimed a slingshot or have right. I? No, like, no, no. The, the been in. In. Oh, yeah, is no. this a drink? Roller coaster. Is this a drink? <laughs> it probably <laughs> is, but not one that I know. Been to Six Flags or some fucking kind of. Got you. Oh no. yeah, yeah. So I don't like heights, uh, so right, I'm not so going to do it. Then you would not like this one. So you definitely would hate this event if it happened to you. And this girl's probably scarred for the rest of her life. She also oh, no. <laughs> She's great. What are you talking about? She had the wherewithal to pick it up oh, and Lord. move it. Yeah. She got smacked you, in the face with a bird. Do you not remember when Fabio got punched in the face by a bird at yeah. fucking Bush Gardens? I do yes. remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. I remember that. Blood across his face. Just yeah, he's still like being he's Fabio. Like just still doing this the whole time. <laughs> I mean, you can do that. But she no, she got hit and she was like, nope. Uh, and then started screaming again. She was fine. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, she was like, Wait, no, so this is not mm-hmm. happening. Uh. A few weeks ago, we showed the one, the... um. What is it? The one where it like drops down and goes back up, like it's like mm. a bungee. And like, have you seen that one? The elevator passes out two times. Passes out twice. You say Alabama. I said elevator. Was it no. was it an L? <laughs> up, no, no, up and no. down. It's a, it's a thing that it like it. You go up and then it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of videos of people that like pass out and do that. Yeah. So this woman yeah. not didn't just pass out once. She passed out once, woke back up, and then passed out again. Right, right. Wow. I think we should rename this segment a lifelong trauma. But that's the difference <laughs> is I know that I don't like heights. And I don't, I'm not going to be on that ride. I don't like okay. heights either. Yeah. I, Listen, I don't like heights either. But before my concussion, I had a pass of Six Flags and went that motherfucker like every other day to ride roller coasters. So yeah, I could only I could only enjoy heights. Being scared of heights that was part of the excitement, like go like 
face in the no, fear. It's, still being there's a different amount dead. of fear that you and I have. Uh, <laughs> the only time I've ever enjoyed a roller coaster when it was an indoor ro- roller coaster. If it was outdoor, what? never enjoyed it at all. Yeah, Space oh. Mountain. Mm. What's the Space Mountain? Mm. That's, That's a good one, though. Not, not doing it. It's fine. I'll 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 watch a video of it now. I can watch a video. Of it. I don't <laughs> need. I don't need great. To do that. That's fine. I'll In be down. I'll, I'll be downstairs eating a big ass <laughs> fucking turkey drumstick. I'll wait for you guys. I'll hold all the bags. I'll watch the kids. We're good. Hold the cameras. Yeah, I'll hold the cameras. Put your man bun. I'll put my ha- man bun right up top. <laughs> I'll look like a fucking snort. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. I don't need. I don't need to do it. I, I got bullied into it a couple times, and now I definitely know that no, it's not something for me. I I could. I'll do virtual roller coasters. I'll do no, I can't roller coasters do that. that are inside, like uh, the the flight of fear the back of in the day. Virtual roller coaster—that's not shit. It's wait, fine for it's wait, fine for what me. Is, what is then the difference between doing it inside and outside if it's still up high? It's the visual. What? Mm. There's more visuals inside because you have to have more visuals. It's not. It, it's not a. So why don't you just close it, your it's eyes? It's not a rational a fear. This is <laughs> yeah. we're talking about we're talking about a phobia. Like so, so last I've time I, a, last I've time I went a... last time I went to Vegas going up in the Rio, I was so scared going into the elevator that because the elevator's on the outside. I can be I, I no, I I am a cunt. Just a little he's, bit. He's um, really, <laughs> really he did say that earlier, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> So uh, to get to the Rio, to get a Voodoo Lounge way back in the day, um, I don't know if it's still there. I hope it's still there. It's a lovely place. Um, you have to get into the hotel, go up to an elevator, and then you go out to the outside elevator, and you go up. Outside elevator is all glass. I was so nervous, I had to stare at the door or the control panel just to get up to the lounge. Once I was in the lounge, I was sitting there with my buddies. We were literally sitting at a table up against the glass here. Because it's a building, I was fine. Sitting here talking to my buddy. He's like, are you okay now? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. When we went out to the outdoor bar, not fine again. <laughs> <laughs> Breeze hit me, and I was like, nah, nah no, guys. Uh, and there was literally not only a... Uh, uh, a barrier i could see like a, a rooftop not too far down and another barrier and i was like ah, i'm just i'm just not comfortable up here same thing happens to me when i'm on really big piers like uh big shipping piers i know i can swim i know i should be fine depending on how far the drop is but i don't i can't get anywhere near the side of that pier because i just don't like heights at all and now my my new joke is is the reason why i'm only five foot seven is i'm so scared of heights i didn't grow (laughs) (laughs) i just don't like it valerie what i do give us our call to action you should have um warned me sooner i need it it (laughs) you have done them once the whole show we usually do them like five times I know, but I have to have it in front of me. Hold, please. Um, we are the District of Misfits. 
show, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the District of Misfits Show. Um, on Twitch, no, on Twitter, Twitter at DC Misfits. YouTube, you can find us at the District of Misfits Show and our, on our YouTube channel. Um, please like and subscribe. Smash those. Like we close to that money, motherfuckers. Um, on Twitch, you can also find us at District of Misfits. Um, if you'd like to buy some of our merch um, and get that 20% off next Cyber Week, this Cyber Week. Actually, it starts now. Tomorrow. Actually, right now. Let's right go right shopping. Now. Let's, Let's go shopping. Right now, one, motherfuckers. Go Two to crushingdc.com. If you would like to create your own podcast or amplify your voice, you can email us at districtdogfacestudio at gmail.com. I like how you looked at the screen first. <laughs> <laughs> and if you would like to be a guest on our show, please email us at the district of misfit show at gmail.com. All right, Lisa, where can the people find you? You can find me on Facebook, uh, just my name, Lisa Sigler. Um, my Instagram handle is Cigar Sales Lisa. Um, and I also have my. My personal Instagram is lmsigler202. Uh, so um, you can contact me through there or Facebook. Um, if you, my, if you want, it's, sorry, sorry. If you want to buy cigars, I have the number here. So with the cigars, I'm a wholesaler um, and I sell to the retailers. So if you have um, a cigar shop and you want to order or set up a meeting and get samples of my brand, you can contact me on my cell phone, um, 202-251-5252. Thank God I'm 202 forever. I'm going to keep that 202 area code. Oh, <laughs> Don't want that new area code. And um, you can also email me at lmsigler202 at gmail.com. Yes. New sponsor. Before yeah. we play the last of the TikToks, see bob you got anything? About what? Anything. We have the show. Come see me at the People's Drug. A little bit kind uh -huh. Um People's Drug. New menu coming out this week. Um, super small craft bar. We don't do reservations. Just come see. Come hang out. Uh, Arlington Lying. Uh, Old Town Alexandria. Um, you can check out my Twitter, but I don't do it. Um, Carl Townsend, Carl Townsend one. Everything else is C Bob thirteen uh, nineteen eighty. Um, cool. cool. C Bob, what days are you I'm at a, the people? What days are you there in Old Town? Um, I'm well. Every I mean, quite, quietly, day. I'm quietly them there every day. Okay. Um, I don't have a set schedule as far as when I'm behind the bar. Um, we'll say Friday, Saturday, I will be definitely in the building. Okay. Cool. All day if we long. ask for, if we ask for Steve Bob, will they hook us up? Nobody's going to be like, who? who? Yeah. <laughs> Carl. Carl. Just, Carl. Okay. I'm off on Fridays. So I'll come see you. Come check it out. And okay. I think you'll enjoy. Um, so real quick, a little fun fact about me and Lisa. Lisa and I are born the same year, one day apart. Lisa's birthday is the day before mine. Yes. 
<laughs> so it's a grand celebration every year. <laughs> every year. We're like almost twins. <laughs> um, so Lisa, when is when is the celebration happening? Next the next one. June that's 19th. not that's June. not me. That's not me. <laughs> hey, Bob, wait that's a minute. I got, I, I got some hair. Excuse and I don't I don't have her hair there. It's not me. So June 19th, June 20th. Lisa's the 19th. I'm the 20th. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, this upcoming birthday is a big one. It's a big one for us. 21? Um, yep. The big 21. 21. How did you know? <laughs> 25. They can start running cars and things. <laughs> yeah. Insurance Lisa, goes down. You got 30, you got 30 now, right? Um, so Lisa had this really amazing idea. So when did you do this? So you started two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. So she made this list 50 by 50. So how many, how many have you already gone through? 50 things I've never done before to do by the time I turn 50. And it's a wide variety of things from experiences to, to restaurants, to reading certain books, to traveling to certain areas, to crashing a wedding, all kinds of shit. So I'm halfway through. Have you crashed a wedding? No, I'm that's you guys. You guys gotta help me get there. Like I need to crash a wedding. I told Lisa I'd done it before, so we're gonna do it together. <laughs> um, so I'm you know, I just finished uh I went to a shooting range recently that was on my list and shot a nine millimeter gun. Yeah, that was an experience. <laughs> but um, so I'm halfway there. Um COVID kind of stunted that, like, you know, with yeah, things yeah, shutting yeah. down. So, so you can do fifty by fifty one. Yeah, 50 by 55, 50 and a half. We all lost the year, so we can say. Yeah, I get an extension for sure. Exactly. Definitely get You definitely get the year-long extension. Yeah. Probably 14 months. Yeah, so I'll probably get it done before that, though. Yeah, no, but yeah. It still blows me away that we lost a whole year of our lives. Exactly. We need that year. We need an extra year for that. It's not just even one year. I mean, it's like a year and some. Yes. Yeah, like two years, like whatever. Least- 14 it's, months of yeah. like being hindered completely. Yeah. Completely. And then like an extra few more months well, that was like we were a little bit yeah, obstructed, not speaking as speaking of not corona. As, not quite as hindered. Let's talk about the uh vaccination cards. Here's a TikTok. Hey guys, it's Vax cards when you guys came in. Vax They're doing that everywhere now. It's nice. I like it. I went into a place and I accidentally I showed them my library card. <laughs> And he was like, this is a library card. This is not a proof of vaccination. And I was like, yeah, but it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. Less people have library cards than vaccinations. So I got a story about a library card. I don't know. When I used to work in Annapolis, I would have like one or two days off, and it would be like Tuesday. And I would go, I have my routines. I would go to DuPont Circle, get massage, go day drinking, whatever. So Tuesdays are my day drinking day, and I'd just get fucking hammered. And Wednesday I had off, so I could just relax that day. So, you know, the next morning you're always looking at your phone, and you're saying, like, what the fuck did I do? This is when I was still in my early 30s. One day I pull out a library card, and I'm like, who the fuck gave me drunk ass Bradley a card at the library? When I was blackout, like, who the fuck? Like I, I, I pulled out a Martin Luther King library, library card, and I was just like, 
what the fuck did I do last night? Like, I didn't go to the club. I went to the library. You got an education, bro. Uh, you got the edge of it. You don't, you don't need a breathalyzer to get a library card. Like, you got an yeah. education, man. They, they like, he might be drunk. But he wants to get an education. Let's get him an education this morning. He wants some books. He no, might want a book no on books. whiskey. That's fine. Whatever. Let's just get this motherfucker in here. Uh, all right, Andy. It's a gateway. It's a gateway. To What's that? Huh? Do you have What's that? Anything else? What do you guys got coming up on the next Grande Lock? Grande Lock. Grande Lock. The Grandiloquent Hip Hop Show. Myself, Artemis, Tia Abner, aka Prowess the Testament. Two amazing dope MCs. We the sample oracle, yes. Uh, we talk hip hop, uh, new school hip hop, old school hip hop. We review a new album, a classic album every week. Uh, our next one coming up, uh, we've got the uh, our new album. We're going to be reviewing a new one from OPEC, O P E K, and that is a an instrumental album. I don't actually remember the title, but I've been listening to it, and it's fucking amazing. That was Artemis's choice, and uh, I picked the classic for this show, which is going to be the uh, the King Ghidorah, Take Me to Your Leader, um, little MF Doom, rest in peace. Uh, so it's going to be fun. We've had Dior on, uh, talking about the DC Music Summit. We've had Grindstone on. We've had the Amphibians on. Um I'm still hoping for Cornell West theory. Uh, oh God, please come join us please. one of these days. Love those guys. We gotta yeah, get Pinky yeah. on too. So, we gotta get Pinky on. Well, the um, yes, amphibians Pinky. who just dropped their their new um, mini documentary last week. The new video, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't checked it out yet, but uh, it's on definitely. So it's on, on YouTube. My check it list on YouTube. of things to do. So yeah. And then you know my my day job. I uh, I'm an asylum lawyer, and so I've got a. Uh, an appeal coming up at the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals so tell in us about, about that. a week and a half, and um, I'm <laughs> literally freaking the, freaking the freaking the fuck out. Case, yeah. So what are you uh, freaking out? You're about? freaking well, I mean, the fuck out. Like, do you feel like it's you? You have um. Are you you're against the eight ball type or? thing? There's there's a lot of there's a lot of emotions and thoughts and freakouts going on, but I mean, at any any time you're giving oral argument at basically the second highest court in the United States behind just the Supreme Court. That's going to be, it's going to be a ball breaker, but I'm fortunate. We have a wonderful DMV immigration law community. And when I put out the call and I was like, Hey, I'm going to have my first oral argument at the fourth circuit on an asylum case. I had an overwhelming response of lawyers who like I'll help you with moot court. I've actually had done three moot courts of my argument. I've done three practice rounds of my argument already. So um, that's good. I've that's gotten like doing a, fantasy a lot of tough questions. I'm. I feel. I feel like I am not ready, but for your I will, I will be ready. I will be ready when, when the. When the green light goes on on December eighth, I will be there. I will be ready. It's a can we asylum case. Um, I Does don't mean, believe that they we let. Can crow, I, we can bring a crow and cheer you on. No, I don't it's not believe like a that they allow. Well, public, <laughs> but I don't believe that they allow non-parties uh, in the courthouse right now. Uh, so I, I can't come to, there and just say I'm a, little, I'm a little cunty. I, I just can't come in and say, hey, I'm a little cunty. <laughs> I'm a little cunty. Can I and I'm in? with Ian. I'm, I'm with Ian. I'm a little cunty. 
I don't That's need any more. <laughs> I don't need any distractions. <laughs> I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna do my thing. I'm just gonna do my thing. My case, my case is a Guatemalan woman who was threatened and assaulted by MS-13 gang members in Guatemala, and um, it's a really terrible story. I won't spare you all the gory details, yeah. but um, uh, this woman should have been granted asylum in the immigration courts. Uh, I will not mention the immigration judge's name. He has not no. been friendly to me. Uh, Is but... it a white lady? No, it's not a white lady. <laughs> white man? It'd be more understandable if it was. I Ian, will... uh, We're not going to talk about for, it. For, Ian, uh, thank you for taking up you know, a, a case like that. I mean, that's absolutely amazing mm-hmm. that you're working to get people that need or should be in this country who need help for who need asylum mm-hmm. asylum privileges and things like that I mean, that's amazing I mean, that's wow. absolutely that's that's what we should be applauding mm-hmm. and like we we should um, immigration and all that stuff but thank you this, is, this yeah <laughs> appreciate you brother appreciate you brother um my mother is a refugee from cuba so yeah. like this kind of work is very personal for me and Everybody but Marcus is born from immigrants here. I called right. you a po- well, He is too. I'm 17th he is too. generation. He, he is. He is. 17th generation. We say no, I'm 17. I am actually 17th generation. So, Ian, I apologize. Earlier I said Puerto Rican. She said Cuban. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Cuban and Puerto Rican. My dad's Puerto Rican. My mom's Cuban. I was Cuban. right, so fuck off. I take it back. You are half right, Marcus. So, yeah, okay. I'm. 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 What I, I'm. I coined the I term Cuba Riqueño. I'm Cuba Riqueño. Mother, when I said that, so I'm half right. Yes, I do. I rep. I rep. I rep the PR. I rep the PR. Yeah, and you did. You know, I should take it back because you didn't show the flag. All right. So one of the <laughs> things we have is TikToks are things that made me cry. So when I was in therapy, I saw a lot of like fucked up things. You know, I was in there for a year and a half. I I saw a lot of sad shit that made me look at my brain injury like. I had both my legs. So this is something that I did see a couple of times and it was kind of really emotional. And I even, it's almost like just seeing it. Like, oh. And it was not just dramatic, but I did see something like this before. So. Mother, I'm coming home. Something told me. I heard. Just wait for your interview. She was waiting for you. Thank 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 you. So I am tearing up. up now. That's amazing. I love that. I've seen that 15 times. I cried every single time. It's awesome. No, that's great. That's sweet. Marcus, what was the triumph um, of the human spirit? Right, right. What was the video that you showed that made Jamie and you just like Start Jamie had to leave and get a towel because he was like crying so much. What was it? It was this girl who had like a leg degenerate, like disease. degenerative disorder. Yeah, yeah, that made it feel like worse than childbirth type thing. 
when she was told because obviously she didn't have it because she was like nine. But she loved to bake and she was doing like a bake sale like on the side of the street. And this guy who owns a bakery in a in a baking uh food truck stopped in and he heard about her. So he was like, Hey, what's your dream? She's like, I want to open a bake shop. He's like, Well, I got you. He's like, We're gonna do like this benefit for you. But he didn't tell her he was gonna give her, her his store for a little bit and then for a day, it, yeah. For her birthday. And eventually I think she has like an online store now. Like so here's a good human who actually went out of his way. But Jamie and I the two assholes in the show are just fucking. Yeah, like, Jamie had to leave to go get a towel, and then like a good. We were already like ten minutes past, and he's still like. And yeah, I, I'm still I was crying well, a little so. bit here. <laughs> I mean, you know, as a chef, you're trained to be hardcore and a cunt. You're trained to be a little asshole. And then once I got my brain injury, like my hormones switched, and it's. If it, you know what, it feels better. It feels good because it feels good to cry. And it feels good to have some of those emotions and be human. Yeah. You know, yeah. We're, we're like fucking robots, dude. Like, I felt like a robot. And it it also my... helps you as you get older. Like, yeah. a, as a man, like, but now I'm 40, 41. No, Not just 20... as a man. I think as people, like, so, no, your soul gets at, crushed. Sorry, but at 26, I was a piece of shit. Like, I, not a piece of shit. I was just angry. I was mad. I didn't cry. I well, took my, the took my work the restaurant industry side, I mean, like, you, you deal with people every day. Right. So, so you I build up walls. Zero empathy for shit. You get shit. cynical. Right. But I, I still feel. You see more shit, so you become you more desensitized. Right. right. But, like I said, when I hit between 38 and where I'm at now, 41, I am way more quick to be a little more Soft. openly emotional right. than I used to be. And I I'm got still, like a concussion. I'm still Asian, so I don't do that much. <laughs> but see, at 40, that's when I got my concussion. So that's kind of like being older and it kicking in and spending two years on disability and then a year on quarantine. Right. You know, I watched a lot of sad things. But I've also heard this from I'm just the only, the only uh, life I have is being a male. So I, I've heard from and males as they get older, and just a little and bit, a, a little bit, um, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> um, as as, as uh, different podcasts and things like that, as guys have gotten o- over the age of basically forty, they're not. Not saying they do it in public or whatever, but they the, the emotions are flowing a little bit more in that different ways. That didn't happen ways. to my dad, so what the fuck? They yeah. hit, fuck it, nope. But that's uh, your dad's watch generation. A, watch a movie like the and they don't ever. Maybe like, my dad's movie. generation, yeah. I mean, my how dad, often? How often do dudes usually cry? Like you, twenty five, you watch dad, a movie. Me and my dad, I think, hug twice in our lives. Well, that's just I mean, normal we, for us as Asians. I mean, I mean I've never <laughs> hugged. I mean, the Irish, too, I guess. <laughs> Irish parents. I yeah. mean, we know we love each other, but we don't say it, you know? But you, but you say but so it in I, different so ways. I went home to cook Thanksgiving because of my love for my father. Like, if he didn't ask me, I wouldn't have fucking came. But the fact so, that he asked me and I knew he needed my help, right. I went because I knew he needed it. Right. So that was my empathy and my love towards my father. So my cooking was my love. So it's not always the same thing, and I've actually haven't read the book or done the online thing, but there, what there's the love languages and things like that. I have the book and have <clears> read <throat> the book. You're more than welcome to it. 
Do you have the book? You want me to send it to you? I don't. How about you come I, to the studio? I, about love language? I, will, I read I, the book. It's awesome. I will. I will. I, was I will. The book on the Metro I need. Time and I need to read me, the book. Listen, but I. Game? I kind of understand most of, or at least from my side. No, it, it of, makes a like love languages for me and my family, we don't have to hug. We know we 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 cook for each other. So you're acts of service. You're not physical We're, touch. Right. No. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm not. I don't really need Here's a hint many to many people to touch me ever. <laughs> I'll touch you. I'll touch you anywhere you want me to touch you. I, you know, that's fine. And we'll, and we'll do that. And that's so fine. It's be fun. But that doesn't mean that that's part of love. That just means we're getting our rocks off and we enjoy it. All right. Last but to sit down and cook for somebody or to take time with somebody. I So I understand and see the languages. Right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, my mother has Alzheimer's. She's fucking two sheets to the wind. And like, maybe reset it. Do you try to reset it? You want, you want me to put you on mute there? I'm on my husband. I'm on my husband. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you put the reality on the fuck. You, got, you still need to talk? Hey. I'll put it hey guys, I'm gonna have to take the bill. I'm gonna have to take the bill route. I'm gonna have to go. Thank you so much for fucking being a part of yeah, this. I appreciate thank you, you responding back. And thank you so much. You know we love appreciate, you. I was, appreciate I was you guys. See you. Bob, Lisa, great meeting you guys. We'll nice to meet you. Wednesday, yeah. my friend. We will see each other on Wednesday. Right, Give me that job. outline tomorrow. Be well. Outline tomorrow. You got it. Tomorrow. Yes, sir. Outline. Yes, sir. You're so full of shit. <laughs> You're so full of shit. Probably Wednesday morning, but but tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the yeah. album so I can get the album. Okay, you go. Bye. Uh, bye. Bye bye. All right, guys. So, how you guys feeling? How you guys doing? Great. You guys doing well? Mm-hmm. I had some TikToks that I was gonna sh- save for Jamie and Bill, but I'll just replay it. But they're really funny, so I really want to play them for you guys. Great. Yeah. Play them. So who who watch you? Who's on TikTok besides me and fucking C Bop? I'm not on TikTok. It's just okay. you and me. So a TikTok they Marcus, have this, it's just the two of us. They have a thing called bark at your dog and see your dog's reaction. Then I'm also a fan of people who like talk over animals and do like the whole thing. So this one's awesome. It's probably one of the better ones that I've It's better with babies. Just play it. Okay. Get your dog. Woof! Bitch, do it again. I motherfucking dare you. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Do it again. I will bite your motherfucking ass. Do it again. I'll double me dare you, bitch. <laughs> My favorite was he's like, I'll double me dare you instead of double dog dare you. Oh, I totally missed that. I'll play it again. Bark at your dog. Roof! Bitch, do it again. I motherfucking dare you. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Do it again. I will bite your motherfucking ass. Do it again. I'll double me dare you, bitch. I'll double <laughs> me dare you. <laughs> so this is going to be for me and Carl. I'm going to play this again for Jamie and Boo. Because we're men. <laughs> My mind's telling me no. <laughs> but my body, my body. Misfits fans, we're gonna play that again next week. <laughs> First off, bananas are gross. You cannot eat a banana looking at another person. No, just bananas um, in general are gross. What? I like bananas. So I do I. 
I'll get down with today. a platanos. I'll get down with a starchy family of bananas. Shut up. You're getting muted. That's, <laughs> that's a dumb thing to say. You're getting muted there, C-Bob. I had bananas today with my chicken adobo that I ate at my mom's house. All right. We've all been high here in this room, right? Perhaps. Allegedly. It's been, it's been a long time. Allegedly. This is high as fuck. We've all been there. That's funny. What was, it, I was, what was that for? <laughs> yeah. But I just love how it's first around be like, he's like, why are you turn on the lights? It's sunny out. It's sunny. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, I, I missed it. Ooh. So we're going to play this Wow, again. are you high as fuck? All right. No. Watch the dude in the passenger seat. Just, his face is what tells it all. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I get it now. I get it now, but the last time it was high, which was a very long time ago, I was so high that I was sitting in the passenger seat and everything was vibrating. So I felt like I was in a helicopter. So when the guy went. <laughs> <laughs> so when the guy hit 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 the thing, I thought he was opening up the sunroof. Uh, so the sound of the plane going over, I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Is it Pink Floyd? No, I just, I just don't, I don't get high enough. I guess. All right, that was a really shitty story. So I have a really funny high story. <laughs> <laughs> so me and my buddy Leroy, we're like, this is the reason why I dropped my couch because we were just getting high, and fucking drive around. We were smoking weed and we were smoking cigarettes. And he put a cigarette behind his head. We're driving around. And I, and I look up, what just like I do, look through the light. I'm like, my Leroy. Now, Leroy is white. Keep that in mind. Leroy. He's white. He's white. And I'm Marcus. Okay. I'm white. Also white. So, so we were best friends. And I see this thing, cigarette in the back of his hat. He's wearing a San Antonio Spurs hat. I mean, he's hitting the bowl. He's putting cigarettes. He's hitting the bowl. And we keep going. And he's driving. I realized the cigarette's still there. He didn't take it out. But Leroy, about three minutes, I'm going to tell you the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Because I want to see how far that cigarette will burn. And that motherfucker burned all the way down. It was a brand new cigarette. So it, burned, it was like funny, the whole cigarette. Hold, it was a lit cigarette? It was a lit cigarette. And the whole ash was like burnt down. And I'm like, all right, stop. Because we got to stop, sign. I'm like, don't, get, don't jump. Don't get scared. Be very careful when you do this. Slowly look into the mirror and look at your right ear. And the cigarette was still in his shit and his ear the whole time. And that's how high we were. Or he was. He didn't realize. He, yeah, didn't he feel forgot the burn he put a cigarette on his ear. <laughs> like, oh, funny fuck. So it didn't burn him? It, he it burned his No, it, bur it burned the it shit burned out. He had a burn on oh his head. He had a burn mark all the way down the motherfucker. But. To his to his credit, he didn't shake the ash on him and shit. But like I had to be like, be careful. 
slowly look into the mirror. <laughs> no fast actions and shit. So yeah, that was a really <laughs> Bless, Bless you. you. Thank you. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Marcus and Leroy walk into the bar in D.C. They are white. Okay. That's not my joke. No, it's real life. It's real life. So here's the thing. We're going to end the show, but you guys, we're going to go on the behind the scenes. Go hang out for a little bit. So stay on for a hot sec. I have one more TikTok, and Carl, you'll get this. I'm probably going to have to play it twice because you probably won't see it. it (laughs) Now look at the feet. See the feet? They're back. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he gets. That's what you get. This was an edit from another from another Well, thing. there was another one that was better and I, I wish I got that one but I saw it. That's why I brought her down. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Because she, she started. What? Huh? Oh, uh, video I saw. She started it. Started what? Like the hoodie? Yeah. She had the hoodie on backwards. Well, I don't fucking know. I just saw this goddamn clip. Why are you gonna I, fucking ruin it for me, goddamn? My bad. So the guy did it, and then the guy. Sorry, I watched long form. I watched long form memes. I apologize. It was funny. He's now. It was. Again. Carl's been uh, suspended for the rest of the show. <laughs> I'm Marcus Bradley Donovan, the past Carl, chef, guys. Thank you very much Carl, for fucking coming on. He got it again. Is there anything else before TikToks. I wrap up? TikToks. Discord and every other nerdy thing. A little bit cunty. One more cunty. You know what? I have, I, I'm going to upload one more TikTok. Oh, boy. No, no, no. This is a funny one. Just, Jamie sent this one to me. Because uh, t- you know how TikTok usually was music? Sure. And music and dancing. Dancing. So I'm gonna play this. And then play I'm gonna get my out speech. Thank God. Fuck off. And that was because Carl ruined my last TikTok. <laughs> Guys, I'm the Pastor Chef Marcus Bradley. Down. Thank you very much for fucking watching the District of Misfits show. Thank you, Carl, Ian, Lisa, Bill, Valerie Torres. I love all you guys. Go fuck yourselves. We'll see you next week. I don't know who we got. I don't know what we're doing. We're going to do something fun. Tequila's been me all night long. Totally insane. They pushed me on and paced me. Anime.